Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Was that supposed to be funny? Get these clowns out of here. Why would they do that? You were having a freaking game. Dude. It's a cocky bunch, man. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Hi, welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve. Thanks for tuning in today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930, also online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube. We were just hanging out on Facebook and YouTube a moment ago as we were following East Carolina basketball, the Pirates, taking on UT Arlington today. And for the first time all year long, East Carolina had a lead at halftime. They extended that lead at the start of the second half. And now they are playing on into the second half down in Estero, Florida. And we'll keep you up to date on what's going on right now. East Carolina has a 14-point lead, 59-45, to over UT Arlington. Uh, you, the Mavericks have already taken two timeouts in the second half, trying to uh, kind of stem the tide a little bit because East Carolina is going on some runs here. They have outscored the Mavericks 22-16 in the second half, lead it by 14. We'll keep up to date on what's going on there on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. And, of course, it is Feast Week, so we got games going on all over the place. We'll give you a uh, complete score update in just a moment. Coming up on today's show, we got our Flight by Yingling uh, practice report. We'll dive into some football and around 3.30 and hear from Mike Houston and some of the Pirate players as they get ready for Temple coming up on Saturday. Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector will join us at 4 o'clock as we talk Pirate football and Pirate hoops. A little baseball as well as we have a schedule. We'll uh, go over the ECU baseball schedule on today's show with our guest Patrick Mason and Stephen Igo, who will join us at 5.30 on the program and this is the last pirate radio live of the week so we'll have our normal friday nfl pick'em sesh with tony dunn coming up at 4 30 we'll have our week 12 nfl picks we'll uh because i don't know the answer we'll find out what's going on with the panthers quarterback situation we had a jets quarterback move today uh so a lot to talk about with the nfl we will do that coming up at 4 30 with tony dunn shirley rhodes is here the man of chan chandler honeycutt here as well how we doing studio b chandler gives me a thumbs up yo what's up what's up you ever you remember like in school it'd be like a day before a holiday and you just it's one of those days. Yeah. It's one of those days, bro. Uh, it is. I mean, like, gah. I'm feeling it. You're feeling it. I'm feeling it. Shirley's feeling it. I'll tell you who's feeling it. RJ Felton. Has he hit another one? He's got 13 points, eight rebounds today for East Carolina. Just had another bucket. Javon Small. A quiet 15 for Javon Small, who has also chipped in six rebounds, four assists, and Brandon Johnson with nine, seven, and four assists of his own as East Carolina now leads it by 17, 64 to 47. 
I look, I tried to find when East Carolina has gone to one of these tournaments, these single arena tournaments, and left with a winning record, a two and one record. And it was difficult for me to find. And uh, I think it was John Moody who reminded me of one in the early to mid 2000s when they played in Raleigh. And I do remember that the Pirates started the season with wins over Oregon State and Pepperdine and got everybody a little hype when they met NC State in the championship of that tournament and then State beat them by 20 or so, kind of blew them out. Uh, but that was a two-in-one trip down the road to Raleigh. Outside of that, I don't remember East Carolina having a winning record in one of these. So a chance to get to two-in-one on the Florida trip, which would be absolutely fantastic, including a win over Toledo. Uh, so uh, that's what Mike Schwartz and his team are going for today, and they are uh, – well on their way to doing that up 17 right now with 11:23 left to go so there's that on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck the buck other scores kansas uh beat nc state the Wolfpack put up a fight but uh the jayhawks win at 82 74 in the battle for atlantis earlier today uh going on right now maui invitational the ohio state ahead of texas tech 30 to 23 as they play in the first half and let's get some other scores going we got some great games coming up later that we'll tell you about in college uh, basketball tulane is in the cayman islands classic and right now the green wave trail western kentucky 59 to 55 uh wisconsin with a 16 to 14 lead over dayton that's the second game in the battle for atlantis uh, let's see what else is going on today. Coming up at five o'clock championship of the Maui Invitational Creighton and in Arizona. That'll be a great one. Uh, Creighton and Arkansas played an absolute classic last night in the Maui Invitational. That has been a very, um, high caliber tournament, some high caliber teams in Maui this year. And it'll, the championships at five, it'll wrap up later with a good one in the losers bracket, San Diego state taking on uh arkansas later tonight byu is taking on usc in the battle for atlantis at five o'clock so two good games coming up in the five o'clock hour georgia tech and marquette are at the fort myers tip-off beach division whatever that means that's coming up later tonight um i love these random tournaments butler in tennessee in the battle for atlantis louisville cincinnati louisville is awful uh, they take on Cincinnati tonight in Maui at 7.30. So a huge day today on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck, DeBuck. with all of these uh, basketball games. World Cup update here on this uh, Wednesday. Earlier today, another upset. It was Saudi Arabia over Argentina yesterday. Today's upset, Japan beating Germany 2-1. to one. Spain had no problem at all with Costa Rica. 7-0. They put a touchdown up. Uh, Morocco and Croatia did not score. Nil-nil draw. And right now, Belgium has a 1-0 lead over Canada as they play on Fox. USA back in action Friday against England in a uh, really big one there in that group. So there is your update uh, with the World Cup, college basketball, and... Uh, yeah, we'll keep you up to date with everything in between. Uh, thank you to the Buccaneer Music Hall. Duh, Buck. Uh, Chandler, we had to do our top 25 and top 10 picks. And CJ has sent his over. 
uh let's see updating last week if you could give me a moment here so last week i said utah would lose to oregon i did not stay up and watch the end of that game i watched usc ucla which was an absolute thriller and that was the last game i watched that night and oregon did beat utah so that'll give me a dub i also said oklahoma state would lose in bedlam and they did 28 to 13 nice 2 and 0 week for me puts me at 15 and 9 all right chandler i only wrote down one of your picks which is going to be an issue oh all right <laughs> sweet you had utah losing which they did any chance you remember your top 25 upset from last week um <laughs> i'm just going to give you a free space win okay I was going to go back to week 12, and I probably could remember. Um, there was one where I, it was kind of like a lame pick. Uh, it might have been UCLA over USC. I can't remember. Utah losing. CJ went one and one. He said USC would lose. They did not. He said State would uh, lose to Louisville, and they did. I had West Virginia because, remember, I like that song. Yes. And I said not, and you are like, don't say Rocky Top again. And I was like, no, Country Roads. Don't take Rocky. Is that how I talk? Don't take Rocky Top. Don't take Rocky Top. Rocky Top. Uh, But I I took West Virginia over Kansas Sorry, Chandler. That drops you to 13 and 11. At least I'm honest. CJ, I appreciate your honesty. It's a quality, you know, you just don't see these days. And I appreciate your appreciation. All right. So um, we might can do this next week with the championship games. We'll see we'll see we'll see jeff but uh this could be our last week of doing this since it is the last week of the regular season uh it is rivalry week so you got plenty of games to choose from when it comes to upsets this week um i will look at cj's picks while you get yours chandler i've got my top 25 pick um still looking for my top 10 all right cj is uh he's gonna pick the big one in the big 10 okay and he's gonna say that ohio state beats michigan okay i am not sure which way i want to go on that one uh he also says usc will beat notre dame i'm not 100 percent sure i want to go with that one either but uh those are cj's picks all right what uh is your top 25 pick i'm gonna go my top 25 pick, I'm going to have Tulane bouncing back from a mm. bad loss last week to UCF. Mm. I say they go on the road to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a one-point favorite in that game at home at Nippert Stadium. I'm going Green Wave over the Bearcats in my top 25 upset. Wow. All right. That is spicy. Hmm. What Do you have a top 10 pick yet? Um, I think I'm going to go. Why not? Put the boys on the table. You said CJ went USC over Notre Dame? Yeah. I'm going Notre Dame over USC. Wow. Marcus Freeman, they're starting to like this guy. They're going to really like this guy after they knock off USC at USC. I don't – Notre Dame doesn't have the firepower to hang with USC, but has USC seen – can Notre Dame kind of man up, play a physical game, and take those L.A. boys down, you know? And can can they create turnovers like they did against Clemson? I mean, and not just create turnovers. They had a special teams play 
with a block punt return for a touchdown. They had a freshman cornerback that had a couple of picks, one of them being a pick six. If they can make those plays against Caleb Williams, which is going to be you know, very hard to do that against a, a quarterback like Caleb Williams, but if they can do that, which I could see them doing, uh, they'll get the win. So give me the Irish. All right, I'm going to take uh, Washington State to beat Washington. Uh, a rivalry game there. It's at Washington State. Crazy things happen in Pullman. So give me uh, Wazoo in that one. Top 10, I'm going to make one that I know is not going to happen. But I'm going to do it anyway. Because I'd love to see it happen. Do it. I've done it several times this year. And one of them worked out for me. And I would say that after a huge win like South Carolina had, they're due for a letdown. But Clemson's offense... It's awful. It's awful. Say it. It's awful. Especially if they have Oogalala back there at quarterback. Give me South Carolina to beat Clemson. Again, it's not going to happen, but I could see them hanging around, right? That's at South Carolina? No, it's at Clemson. If it was at Hmm. South Carolina, it'd be a much easier pick. Yes. Clemson doesn't lose at home. Clemson is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. I got... That might be one of my plays on Saturday. It seems too easy, which... uh, concerns me 14 and a half wow it seems like a ton of points but when things seem that way uh it tends to go the way we don't think it's supposed to go so uh east carolina by the way still controlling a 15 point lead that's pretty awesome when you can you don't even have to follow it and you just know the pirates you put it on i forgot we were playing put it on cruise control baby we just did a watch along for an hour and then we got up to such a nice lead that I forgot that we were playing a basketball game that we just did a watch along for. Pirates lead 68-53, seven and a half minutes left to go in the game. That's when you know things are going well, where you can sit it and forget it. We are crockpotting ECU basketball, folks. Like usually I feel like I have to be into it for them to have a chance to win. They need me back, you know what I'm saying? I think so. So when you watch like the Panthers or something, like you can't get away from the tv i need to be watching in order for them to at the very least following just giving them you some of your energy yeah as a fan like i'm here i'm here guys yeah Yeah, i'm here you know what i'm saying yeah i do now yes like it is uh the fact that i can just ignore ecu basketball and they can go out there and win and keep this 15 point lead that says a lot about mike schwartz it does that says a lot about this basketball I need to talk program. To him. I, need to, that right now? I need to ask him. I want I want him to be aware that I have given him the reins. Usually I help out the coach. It's all you now, coach. Hey, coach, this is on you, man. I I'm If you love something, let it go. And if it comes back to you, it was meant to be. And right now this pirate team is uh playing well and it's fun to i was gonna say watch but we haven't watched them the last three days so i'll say fun to follow our guy randolph is on youtube he said hit those likes folks people listen to randolph he's a veteran hit those likes randolph what's your prediction east carolina and temple you've been pretty good at predictions this year so let us know what you think i was going to ask randolph what is your predict prediction but uh clip just asked that and he also asked randolph asking what the weather is going to be like in temple so and i i'm kind of concerned about that myself would that, you uh like to look it up or just no, stay concerned no okay fine i will no the weather is going to be too tough awesome we play at what time one o'clock one o'clock 
sunny, not a cloud in the sky, and it's going to be around 50 degrees. Hmm. Uh, Three o'clock in uh, Philadelphia. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Sunny, 52 by the time we wrap it up. So no issues at all. Take that concern and stick it. Okay. I'm sorry to get so aggressive. Take that concern and sweep it under the rug. Okay. No issue at all. All right. Don't worry about the weather. I can't control the weather. I don't don't want to talk about the weather. weather. Don't ask me about the weather. I'm not going to talk about the weather. Nope. So we've got a good weather day coming up on uh, Saturday for ECU football. We have a prediction from Randolph. Randolph likes them big. (laughs) (laughs) Randolph loves them big. Out of context, that doesn't sound good. What I mean by them he likes there's he likes the scores big what, no uh, I, what i'm saying is he likes them big he likes east carolina big on saturday yes in this particular game 37 to 10 he likes them big i'd love to hold him yeah but we had the same discussion with uh randolph for the UCF. What, ucf game because ucf was coming off a shellacking against temple that's a fun word isn't it a shellacking yeah oh i love it Great i love word. to utilize that one yep but they were coming off uh, a 70 point game against temple and saw randolph at aj's on a wednesday night for trivia and he said here's my prediction and i think it was like 20 something to 10 pirates yeah. over ucf and i was like randolph i like the prediction i hope that happens i just can't see our defense only giving up 10 points to a team that just put up 70 in the previous game and what did the pirates do they only gave up 13 so you know, crazier things have happened. Well, we are we're trend busters, Chandler. When a team scores seventy and comes in here, we shut them down. Shut them down. When a team gives up seventy-seven and comes in here, we get shut down. <laughs> yeah, we don't follow trends. We make our own path. We're yeah. pirates. So, and that, we we are trend setters. That's right. We're not trend followers. We're trend setters. 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 Uh <laughs> All right, so uh, Randolph likes the uh, the Pirates big, thirty-seven to ten. I I think they'll score more than that. Uh, I'm leaning towards. I like the thirty-seven. I'm taking like a thirty-seven to twenty-one or four-ish. Uh, we'll make our against the spread picks with Igo coming up later on in the show. I got a lot of papers today. Uh, I, I need a, a secretary. All right, uh, let's see. What else here? Segment number one. Oh, baseball schedule. You want to hit on that real quick? Sure. I got it right here. The Pirates open up with the first president of the United States. He's being revived, and he is going to play baseball against us. Uh, Shirley, can you jump in real quick? Sure. Uh, Who chopped down the cherry tree? George Washington. That was George Washington. Is that the I cannot tell a lie story? I do believe so. All right. Did he also have a wooden something? He wooden teeth, I believe. Okay. George Washington had wooden teeth. I, I, I think I that's right. To, I want to say yes. So I didn't pay a lot of. I know attention. Taft got stuck in a bathtub because he was so fat. Fat. <laughs> fat Taft. Fat. <laughs> a little presidential trivia for you today. Thank you, Shirley. Uh, so George Washington. That's what we know about him. He'll be here coming up February 17th through the 19th. And then the old faithful, Bowie's Creek, 
first road game midweek. It happens every year. Every year. Someone's going to get hurt. Someone, Hopefully not. Someone's going to get hurt on the turf. That's just the way it is. And, uh, then, and then the Pirates will play two at home against North Carolina February 24th and 25th. And then they'll go to Chapel Hill on that Sunday, the 26th. Fans were not a, not liking how that schedule was last year. We were at Carolina. Then we played, I believe, we were supposed to play in Durham. Then it ended up being two games in Carolina. And then the Sunday was uh, against Carolina. We won. So now it's flip-flop. We'll have North Carolina at home Friday and Saturday, and then we'll go to Chapel Hill. That's such a weird situation there to me. What? Just like playing two games in, at one campus and then going and playing one game. I love it. You like it? I just, no, I no, weird. I don't like it. I love it. Did you not hear me? I love it. Oh, you love it? Yeah. Why? I just think it's weird. It's great. I, I, we like home and homes and football and basketball. You have to wait a whole year. And baseball, you can do it the very next day. You can do it the same weekend. Okay. It's fantastic. I don't see what you... Uh, what I hate it. I hate it. I don't, I don't understand. I didn't say I didn't like it. I said I hated it. <laughs> I don't see why you would hate it. But then again, that's you, man. You do you, okay? You know who you can be in this world? Chilling Honeycutt. Exactly. And you know what? I think that's a, a damn good thing to be. I, I'm blessed. Hashtag blessed Blessed. staying in the acc for the next game at duke we're not going to do this for the whole schedule yes we are (laughs) keep it clear classic we got indiana hoosiers i like the uh the indian the keith leclerc classic setup this year indiana long beach state and then the hoyas of georgetown you know who what long beach state's mascot is well it's the name of a travel team yeah, the dirt bags. Yes. That's like their nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Um I was kinda hoping Clemson would be mixed in with the Keith Keith Leclerc Classic with um Eric Backage there now. But we did get a, a fall scrimmage with them, so maybe in the future we'll have the Tigers come to town for a Keith Leclerc Classic. Now here's an interesting game. The Pirates play against Queens University in Kannapolis. I guess we're the cannonballers play yeah at a minor league park so that's pretty neat uh then they'll be at elon uh other non-con weekend series liberty missouri state missouri state was uh they had a guy that got drafted high right. a few years ago george mason those are the other weekend series um stayed at home now richard <clears throat> on youtube are you a real person or are you the guy that changes his name and spams YouTube all the time? Because I've seen like four four comments or questions in a row, which makes me think you're that weirdo. But I'm going to answer some of your questions and I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here early. It says, what bowl do you think we will go to and who will we play? Don't know. I was asked earlier what bowl do I want to see us go to since I'm not going to the game and I don't have to worry about travel or anything, just parking my fan here and watching the game, I would say um, I'll take Fenway and I'll take it against Wake Forest. Or he also mentioned Duke. And uh, Chandler, you brought them up when we were doing our watch along, right? Yeah. I would like to see East Carolina Duke in a bowl game. I would too. I, I, agree. I would I like that uh, 
we used to play them quite a bit so i would like that he says does the game this weekend make a difference like for me no because for me there's not much difference in boca raton myrtle beach military fenway, fenway. is one better than the other not re- i mean maybe to you yeah to me no i mean how do you feel about it chandler is there a pecking order in your opinion no i mean because what's i mean what's, uh, if what's the end result yeah you know, yeah it's all the same you get a trophy if you win if you lose you don't <laughs> So, but to answer your question, I think this weekend does make a difference as far as what the standings look like and then those bowls. Some bowls have priority over other bowls. This might be a stupid question, but is there a financial difference in the bowls? That's a good question. That, so I, that in, in that aspect, maybe there is a pecking order. Perhaps. Good point. Um, now for the fans, Myrtle Beach would be great. I got to think the fans are rooting for Myrtle Beach. Uh, Annapolis, of course, is close too, but people still have a bad taste in their mouths from last year uh, about that one. So, uh, Richard says he was hoping they play state. I don't want to. We just saw them. I don't want to play them again. Um, Johnny, Johnny boy. You know what, Johnny? I like to think I know a lot about a lot, but then you but come along. Then Johnny says, no, I do. Johnny, you might know more useless information that is useful to me than anyone on earth. I mean, Johnny just goes, who do you think you are? I, I am. am. Johnny, you are him. You are him, Johnny. <laughs> Did you think of a way to put him in his name? Yeah. Me too. We both paused <laughs> and our brains locked up. Like, I wish your name was Jimmy Robertson, because then we would say Hemi Robertson. Well, you can still call him Hemi Robertson. Hemi Robertson. Hemi. Hami. Hani. (laughs) Says, this may be... Now, I have not fact-checked this, and I know Chandler's not, because he is, like, allergic to Google. No, I can't do it. (laughs) Can't look up weather. No. Can't look up... Stop talking about it. It's making me sick. Standings, a schedule. It's making me sick. Just anything. Stop it. Um, he says this may be the last chance to see the Colonials because they're changing their name to what? Shirley. George Washington. Let me see if this is true. What animal are they going to change their name to? Don't look at the comments. I'm not looking at the comments. I'm going to say. Don't look at the comments. (laughs) Don't look. Okay, so it's an animal. It's a big one. Washington. I'm going to say the bears. So apparently they've had an unofficial mascot since 1996. I I need to find more information on this. He says. uh, Him says. Hemi. Him says. Him says. That George Washington, they're voting on changing their name to the hippos. Hmm. Hungry, hungry hippos. Yeah. Hungry, hungry hippos. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I like it because it's different. I want to see what their merch line looks like. Yeah. Maybe a cool hat. I mean, I want I want it to look like a hungry hippo. Like an actual one and a you hit the thing hippo. and it opens Yeah, yeah. Mouth. I mean, I don't want a menacing hippo. That's not going to be any fun to wear. Just think if they were a minor league team, how cool. Because they would have like Hungry Hungry Hippos Night. 
Yes. And that would be really cool. Their merch is probably going to be lame. Why but. don't we have a minor league baseball team called the Hippos? It's a great question. They need to be called House Hippos. Um. <laughs> All right. Re- relax. That's so funny. <laughs> just laugh. What is so funny to you? I'm just laughing. And uh, this this Richard guy on YouTube. Oh, man. <laughs> he's me. hit about... Eight, Good Lord. He's hit about 18 comments in a row. Do you have that much time on your hands? <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you tuning in. Something's a, little fishy. something's a little fishy, Richard. Yeah. Too cold in Annapolis. Have a good Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm new here. <laughs> you saying I'm new here and Tyler. I love how he says. Who's been around for a while says. I love earlier he said. Are um, you new here? He said, sorry, I'm new here, sir. I'm new. <laughs> yeah. This no, is, I'm new. Sorry, I'm new, sir. Richard, you're you're pulling a fast you're getting, one on us. You're good. You're pulling a fast uh, one on us, But good man. questions from him. I mean, we've answered them. Yeah. I just found this station yesterday. <laughs> he, Got to get back to work. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> he's new here. All right. I'm new here. Only second day here, so don't know what you were talking about earlier. What Take care, all. Only Happy second day on Earth? <laughs> yes. He is a newborn, and oh, he just found okay. our station. Uh, hey, look, a new fan is born every day. Thank you for your question. Thanks, Richard. Richard, you're the best. You are not him. Him is Johnny Robertson. Him. He is him. Let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. Our flight by Yingling ECU football report. We'll hear what Mike Houston and some of the Pirate players had to say yesterday as they get ready for Temple. Quick check on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. Again. We have put ECU basketball in the crockpot, not even following the score. That's how dominant this team is. And as I look at the score right now, East Carolina is about to wrap up a victory. They're up 14 with six seconds left to go. Wow. Painted purple. Great trip to Florida for Mike Schwartz and the guys. Five and one. Coming back home five and one, and they'll be going on the road Saturday at Old Dominion. Self-proclaimed ECU basketball expert Clip Rock had the Pirates four and two at this point. Well, they, you were wrong. They're five and one. They are ahead of schedule. I, I, I'm eating crow for Thanksgiving. Eat it. Eat it. Put a little with gra- some gravy. Put a little gravy on that crow. Keep winning, boys. Now I'm excited for this weekend. Road game. First true road game of the year. Again, so do you. Take a break. Come back. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hemp Garden is your premium CBD retailer in eastern North Carolina. Find yourself having anxiety or in need of extra sleep support? Well, Hemp Garden has a variety of Delta 8 and Delta 9 products that can assist with those issues. <laughs> Sorry, that was stuck up on me. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, and then I... I felt it coming. I, I was trying sneeze. to finish the sentence, at least. That's the worst, oh. when you feel that sneeze coming. 
If you are unable to stop by the store, don't worry. Give them a call today at 413-6100 for a consultation, and they'll ship right to your door. Hemp Garden, located at 3040 South Evans Street in the Target Shopping Center in Greenville. Now back to the show. Here's Cliff. Welcome back. Uh, Chandler, you know how upsetting it is when you text somebody and, and don't get a response back. You know, sometimes I it ha- that happens to me. I slid into the DMs of someone on August 3rd, 2021. Oh, wow. August 3rd, 2021. I got a response Monday night that said, super late just seeing this, my man. My apologies. That person was Grey Cup champion Deshaun Amos. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'd asked him to come on the show back in August of 2021. And uh, I guess he never saw it. Um, but we're going to let him go through his celebration. Congratulations to yep. Deshaun. He and took on another former pirate in the Grey Cup, Stanley Bryant. Stanley the greatest Bryant. offensive lineman in Canadian football history. We heard yep. Jeff Charles say that. I guess future CFL Hall of Famer Stanley oh, yes. Bryant, right? Two-time Grey Cup champion. But famous Amos uh, just won a Grey Cup title with the toronto argonauts so, i watched that game that pick six against tulsa that he had was awesome but he said uh he's got a week of celebrating going on and uh he'd love to come on the show so we'll uh, hook up with them soon maybe next week so yeah the uh argonauts uh actually had a, just an incredible season and not very many people um gave them uh yeah, a chance to win. I was thinking, I was trying to figure out the right way to say it, but because uh, you know, Winnipeg were the two-time defending Grey Cup champion, so they were coming in with a ton of experience. The Argonauts had not been there for quite some time, and uh, they and it was a battle. This was a this was a big defensive battle between these two teams, and they were. You want to talk about a physical football game? Physical. physical. A physical football game these two were beating the hell out of each other in that gray cup and it was actually a lot of fun to watch and deshaun amos almost had a pick in that game uh the uh wide receiver ended up having to become a db himself and knock the ball loose but that was the only chance that deshaun had during the game but they ended up winning it 24 23 and it was a nail biter all the way down to the end it was a lot of fun to watch that game uh, looking forward to uh, chatting with him at some point. So, uh, Deshaun Amos. Uh, Maybe sometime before you start collecting Social Security? <laughs> well, hopefully he'll get back to me within the year. And uh, <laughs> we could talk to him before we close up 2022. That would be nice. Uh, Pirates win, painted purple. East Carolina victory over Lou Diamond Phillips and UT Arlington today. 79-65. to It's a taco fest they're gonna run out of tacos uh john moody says can we find out where we rank in the country in scoring i'm assuming he's talking basketball here i'm looking it up now and surprisingly john well maybe not surprisingly but east carolina let's see we've scored at least 75 in every game right so we got to be above that um hmm i'm looking for us now trying to find that information um the pirates on the year are averaging well Chandler oh got it 79.4 points per game 
which puts us tied for 85th in the country. Cool deal. And then... um, (laughs) Did you just cool deal me? Yeah. Wow. Yes, he did. Cool deal. How about that? And I know we talked about this earlier, but Igo did say that this is the first winning record in a neutral site MTE tournament since 2004. Okay, I already said that, but you just cool dealed me. I just... I just gave you an, uh, a chance to cool deal me back, and you didn't do it. No, because I'm not that kind of guy. Cool deal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> cool deal. Can All you right. make that your new thing? Cool deal. Cool deal. <laughs> Chandler cool dealed me bad. That burns, man. 85th in the country. Wow. Thank you. That's a cool deal. Thank you. All right. Um let's get to our flight by yingling ecu practice report brought to you by flight by yingling don't just raise a glass raise the bar flight by yingling we'll talk a little pirate football here hear what mike houston had to say at his weekly press conference on tuesday obviously uh disappointing weekend for us in daddy ficklin uh not uh not what we had wanted um so uh uh, you know, hats off to Houston for playing uh, an outstanding game, but uh, you know, not the result that we desired. So uh, we have evaluated everything and uh, met a good bit on uh, Sunday afternoon uh, and kind of put that behind us and uh, you know worked on the things that we need to improve on and uh, you know quickly turned our attention uh, towards a much improving uh, Temple team. So uh, it's going to be a challenge this weekend up in Philadelphia. Uh, just watching the you know, last five, six weeks of their season. Uh, they've improved drastically from the beginning of the year. Uh, quarterback Warner is playing uh, at a very high level, especially for a, for a young player. Of course, he has uh, you know, really good bloodlines. Blood uh, I think defensively, Temple is very strong uh, as usual, uh, very good up front, uh, long on the back end. Uh, and I think they're, they're looking more and more like what, uh, you know, Temple faithful uh, traditionally are used to as far as you know just a hard nosed solid uh, very good football team so it's going to be a challenge going up there uh, and competing this weekend but one that our players are very excited about uh, you know, our coaching staff is working very very hard to make sure that we're prepared uh, I expect us to have a good week of practice and go up there ready to go questions coach when you look back at the performance Saturday can you Put your finger on what, what exactly you think led to you know, the result. Obviously, Houston had something a lot to do with that, but just something you guys to play out. Well, I think that's I think it's a lot of that. I think it's almost a, you know kind of the perfect storm kind of deal. I think you have to you have to acknowledge you know Houston uh, you know an extremely talented team. Uh, that's the reason they were picked to win our conference this year and uh, ranked in the top you know whatever fifteen or twelve or whatever preseason. Um, and you know, and Dana said after the game, that's you know, that's by far the best they've played all year. And I do think they put a big emphasis on this on this game. Um, and so I think you got to start with giving them credit for coming out and playing very very well. Uh, you know, we obviously did not. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know that it's it's one thing as much as you know, just a lot of things that uh, you know we allowed to interfere with our preparations. I guess the best way I would put it. I just did not feel like we were. Um, mentally prepared to play the way we need to play to win a ball game like that. And that's, uh, that's on me, that's on all of us. Uh, it starts with uh, me and the staff, uh, and, it's, uh, and obviously the, the players, uh, they have a, a, a strong desire to, to, to play much better than that. So uh, we all uh, discussed through all those things on Sunday. 
and just you know kind of you know focusing back in and I've I, I'm determined to do a great job this week and have you know tried to start doing that already of just making sure that we are you know just on top of everything as far as our preparation and because our our process and our preparation has proven to result in us being prepared to play very very well on game day and I think uh, you know maybe just uh, maybe we weren't quite uh, in sync Saturday so Coach, you expect to see a Temple team that's going to throw everything at you. They have really nothing to play for, not a bowl game or anything. And they, you know, they scored a bunch against Houston. They picked a field goal for a touchdown in that game, and they've you know, shown some things that they can do. Well, I think, that, again, you look at the last half of the year, and I think they've played very, very well. Uh, you know, they have you know, what is a, a pretty typical, uh, you know, big physical offensive front. I mean, they're, you know, 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", across the board. Uh, you know, they have a big, strong running back that we saw last year. Um, you know, receiver-wise, they have, uh, you know, several wideouts that have, you know, good speed, you know, very good hands, good route runners. They have two really, really solid tight ends. Uh, to me, the difference uh, in this Temple offense versus last year is the quarterback. You know, E.J. Warner is, uh, I mean, he reminds me very much of the way his dad played. You know, NFL Hall of Famer Kurt Warner. Um, you know, he... Uh, He's very decisive with his decision-making, very accurate thrower, uh, very calm in the pocket, doesn't make a lot of mistakes, uh, doesn't take sacks, gets the ball out quick. Uh, I think you know, surrounding him with you know, what they had returning, uh, he's really made that offense go the last half of the year. And, you know, the game against Houston uh, you know, threw for 450 yards, uh, and they had the lead with under a minute to go. And, uh, you know, Tune hit the long pass with, I think, 40 seconds left to give Houston the lead. So um, I think we're going to see uh, a very challenging offense. Um, you know, you mentioned the special teams play. The fake field goal against Houston was obviously, uh, you know, a, a big turning point in that game. And so, you know, they've, uh, they've done a good job all, all year on special teams. We're going to have to be very well prepared in the kicking game. Uh, and then I mentioned their defense in my introductory press conference, in my introductory uh, you know, comments. Um, you know, it's, it's a big, uh, strong athletic front. I think they're top five in the country in sacks this year. Uh, so they're generating a lot of pressure with their front four. Uh, you know, we're going to see a combination of three down, four down, uh, some bare front. Uh, they, uh, you know, long athletic on the back end. So they've done a good job of limiting people all year. Uh, did a great job against Cincinnati last week. Uh, so I think it's uh, going to be a challenge, you know, just period across the board. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a, a physical ball game. It's going to be a tough ball game. It's going to be one of those that it's going to be a very competitive back and forth game, uh, and we're going to play very, very well. Mike Houston from yesterday's press conference on the flight by Yingley, ECU football report. Let's hear uh, from some Pirate players. We'll start with East Carolina uh, safety Jaira Wilson who met with the media after a disappointing loss and uh, looking ahead to the regular season finale against Temple on Saturday. Here's Jaira. Jaira, just obviously, I know, tough outing the other day. Just how have you guys kind of responded as a team? Well, we kind of just, like, talked as a team, what we felt like went wrong Saturday, like, also about just our, like, mentality, like, just throughout the whole week, practice and all that. We just talked about how we felt about how that was and, we know what we got to fix, and we know we got to move on to Temple. And 
play as well we we have had play as well we have all year, and then you know put a good outing out for Temple, then get ready for the ball game. How much was that, or are you guys looking at you know X's and O's versus that game versus just kind of like looking at yourselves and just talking about energy and stuff like that? Yeah, to me, to me it was more just like energy and just our mindset about the game than it was versus X and O's. I mean, we went out, we played hard and stuff, but it's just like our mindset wasn't right going into the game. Did you kind of feel that at all leading up to the game, or was it kind of more of a reflection thing after the game? You kind of realized that we just weren't where we needed to be mentally. I would say I would say more just after the game, reflection wise. Before the game, I felt good going into the game, but then just after the game, just reflection wise, we just as a team, we kind of realized like, yeah, our mind was a little off, just a little bit. What was that team meeting like on Sunday? Um, it was it was quiet. Coach Houston spoke, and then he asked he asked us what we thought the problem was, and then we kind of met as leaders after practice, and we. Talk. That was more where the discussion was. Kind of a group of us met with Coach Houston after practice and just talked about. That's where we it came up. Like just the mentality going to the game just wasn't. It wasn't there. Just our minds. Our minds weren't there. What does that What does that mean? Mindset wasn't right. When you look back on it, like in what way? It was like, cause cause the losses since he kind of, it kind of like, it took us out of the race for a conference championship and that was, a lot of. That was like a lot of our goals going into the season is kind of conference championship. We didn't – obviously, we hadn't been playing for that for a while, so we didn't realize how much it would hurt when we didn't – because, I mean, we've done a lot of good things this year, but we didn't realize, like, once – we didn't realize how much it would hurt actually being, like, kicked out of the conference championship race. So I feel like that's kind of what kind of affected our, our – it was kind of hard for us to move on from that game. That's what I think it was. In a way, is it kind of cool to see everyone cared that much about that goal? I mean, oh yeah, most definitely. Just yeah, after that game, you could tell it was a little, it was a little like lull just throughout the locker room. It kind of was like, dang, like we can't go to the conference championship anymore. So it is nice to see that everybody, that everybody was on the same page for the season. That everybody had the same goals. Most definitely. How I guess good is it that you do get a chance to respond? I mean, is, last week wasn't the final game of the season, so you get to go out and play again this Saturday and kind of prove that it was a fluke. Like, how, how much are you looking forward to going out there? Oh, yeah, we talked about that as a team uh, on Sunday, too. Like, yeah, just we at least wasn't the last game. We got one more opportunity to go on the road. Timbers a good team, too, so go on the road, uh, put, out, put out a good outing, and then just kind of like going to the bowl game with a good feeling, vice what would have been with Houston if that was the last game. So it's definitely something we look forward to. Temple, they've been throwing the ball well lately with Warner at quarterback. What have you seen on film from them thus far? Uh, he's a good quarterback, a good decision maker. They have a few athletes out there on the field as well at, at the receiver position and the tight end position, and they have a good back. And they put a, uh, the quarterback, he threw for almost 500 yards against Houston the week before the week before we played Houston. Yeah, so yeah, he's definitely a good offense that we're up against, a lot of athletes on the field. Just like everybody else in the conference, so we just got to be come out ready to play. You guys, y'all, y'all pretty much stopped the run all year. You know, at times teams have gotten y'all through the air. What have y'all learned, maybe, you know, from a game like Houston where they had success? Obviously, some of that is them making plays, but what have y'all been able to learn from that too? Like passing game wise, yeah, or? pass defense wise, like just things y'all can you know clean up that sort of stuff. Um, I would say just kind of being more, just try to be more aggressive, like. On the routes, whether it's man or zone coverage, just try to even be more aggressive and try to make more plays on the ball, I would say. Just the biggest thing. 
I see you're an Eagles fan. What's going to be like playing at, uh, at their stadium? Oh, yeah. I'm definitely excited for that one. I remember last time we went down there, they didn't have the field. Like, the pain and stuff like that wasn't touched up. So, I think they had a road game. But I know they played Sunday night against the Packers, so hopefully they got the field done up, and then it'll be even better, than, better experience than it was last time. But I'm definitely excited to go up there and play. Been a diehard Eagles fan for a long time. How did you become an Eagles fan? Uh, Deshaun Jackson was my favorite player, and still is. So, and he was on the Eagles at the time, so it just goes hand in hand. It's Thanksgiving week coming up. Uh, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? Dessert? Yeah. Uh, I have to say sweet potato pie with marshmallows on it. My mom she she bakes it and bakes it with marshmallows on top. So that's my favorite dessert. All right, I can get down with that. There is Jaira Wilson getting ready for Thanksgiving and Pirate football coming up Saturday. We'll be with you. Who? Uh, us will be with you at 9 a.m. Saturday morning right here on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. Let's take a break. We will come back, wrap up our number one. Talk to Patrick Mason coming up at 4 o'clock on today's show. Tony Dunn talking NFL at 4.30. Steven Igo in the 5 o'clock hour. A lot more to go. PRL on a victory Wednesday. Pirates, winners again. We're back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles, plus offers service to make to all makes and models. models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, a quick update here on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dubuck. Dubuck. By the way, did Kansas or State win? Kansas. Okay, bye. Six. Ah, so they beat the spread. Or eight. Uh, they beat the live spread that I needed them to. Yeah, because you said they, you needed them to win by four. Correct. So It uh, was it was nine, and then they, State hit a late three. So. Yeah, to make it six. Yep. That's what it was. Uh, right now, Ohio State up on Texas Tech. That was a wild shot. Uh, it is 54-48 as they play 11 uh, minutes left to go. Second half in Maui. Uh, other games, let's see what else is going on right now, going on in college basketball. You've got the battle for Atlantis presented by bad boy mowers, 37, 36 Wisconsin with a one point lead over the flyers of Dayton. Uh, anything else interesting in college hoops? Uh, Nothing catching my eye. Uh, world cup mentioned uh, an upset earlier today japan defeating germany and belgium had a one nothing lead on canada and they still do as they play out the final minutes there in the last game of the day spain beat costa rica seven nothing and zero zero draw between croatia and morocco um 
our guest patrick mason joining us here in the pirate radio studios patrick are you a world cup guy uh not really i mean i'll, I'll it's probably the only time i'll watch soccer though so you're not into like premier league or mls no. or any of that stuff nope yeah but i think it's kind of cool that the usa is finally in this thing <laughs> yeah I mean, it's been years right they haven't they qualified. missed the uh last one yeah 2014 i got into it because that was the year that uh the premier league was coming on nbc sports network and i was like well if it's available to watch i'll see what the noise is about and kind of got into it for a few years but i picked the team that got relegated oh, so no. i lost interest <laughs> so i'm hoping swansea city can make it back to the premier league so well good on you for not picking like a juggernaut i didn't want to pick chelsea or man U or man city right i was like who they gotta have a cool logo and kind of blue collar and and man i picked a great one and they had a great year the year i picked them it was awesome they finished <laughs> like top 10 in the standings um and i got a shirt like i, I don't know i kind of i really really enjoyed it and then that like the transfer portal like in soccer it is nuts like if you are good and you don't have a lot of money your team is going to be pillaged and <laughs> all the good players leave like after one year it's crazy uh so anyway that's kind of i but my thing about soccer is i really love the crowds where they like yes. chant and sing and like it just into it the whole time which i think is pretty cool that's like, what got me unique. into it yeah. i said if there if these people are going this crazy there's got to be something to it <laughs> right like i don't know what it is it's pretty boring to me but then i start watching it and getting to know it a little bit and uh it's interesting it's fun yeah. Uh, so anyway, USA versus England on Friday. I'm yeah. going to try to check some of that I'm out. I'm actually looking forward to that. It just sounds pretty cool. When are you going to the city of brotherly love? Ooh, on a cheesesteak hunt. Uh, I'm going to go up Friday. What time? Uh, just in the afternoon sometime. I'm actually just going to drive. Huh. Well, then you're not going to... I wanted you to be in a pub. I know. In I'm, Philly. Why don't you go earlier? Yeah, I, I'm thinking about that too. Maybe leave it like 6 or 7 in the morning. Yeah, leave I, it 7... Because it's like 2 o'clock, right? Is that game? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I was thinking the same thing. Like I got to post up somewhere because that's going to be awesome. There's going to probably have some awesome parties at bars in downtown yeah. Philly and stuff. I bet. So uh, there's an idea for you. Yeah. Are you a, uh, we learned earlier this week, shocker, Brian Bailey, not a cheesesteak guy. Are you a cheesesteak guy? Oh, for sure. So I've never had like a traditional Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. I've never been up there, but like that's, that's on my list. I got to hunt some down. Yeah. We need to find out like you don't you need to find the good place not the touristy place yeah. you know right so. like i don't want it where you know but then again you if you google like non-touristy place then does that become touristy yeah it it kind of becomes the touristy place yeah so you're screwed either way uh but uh yeah take a picture of your cheesesteak for me oh yeah i definitely it. will all right um let's take a break we got to get another break in we'll come back and talk to patrick mason we'll talk pirate football we'll talk about the five and one east carolina basketball pirates that and more on the way here on pirate radio live we're back with you after this listening 
listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour brought to you by Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington at WashingtonChryslerDodgeJeepRam.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, the best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is A.J. McMurphy's. A.J.'s has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Cliff Brock. A.J. says live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an A.J.'s day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Cliff Brock. All righty. You ain't got to work tomorrow, so come on out. A.J. McMurphy's tonight, 8 o'clock, for some sports trivia. Got a full round of NFL Thanksgiving questions uh, coming your way tonight. So, uh, going to be fun. Looking forward to it. We'll have a lot of sports on as well with the Maui Invitational Battle for Atlantis and also uh, other college basketball action going on tonight. Patrick Mason joins us. How about the uh, Pirates going down to Florida, Patrick? Um, I was looking this up last night. Couldn't remember East Carolina winning, you know, more games than they lost in one of these one arena tournaments. And you got to go back to early mid 2000s when they played in raleigh and started the seasons with wins over oregon state and pepperdine uh before they lost to nc state in the championship of that little get together uh but this time the pirates were able to take two uh in their trip including a good one against toledo yesterday so uh i'm calling that a major success for mike schwartz's team i know that you know they're not playing absolute world beaters here but to go away from home with this team that hasn't played together a lot and do what they did these last three days even you know hanging with indiana state uh super impressed with the guys this week yeah a five and one start to the season right i mean that's that's the success right there that's incredible i think that this group is just playing good basketball together i think a lot quicker than maybe any of us kind of anticipated i think a lot of these pieces are kind of figuring it out right before our eyes yeah and you're starting to see who your leaders are in fact we saw it game one yeah uh but we didn't know you know what uh what it's going to look like game in game out and man uh to see what javon small brandon johnson those guys have done uh rj felton is hit or miss uh, literally uh, from the field uh, but always gives you energy defense things like that uh, and those guys stuff the stat sheets today rebounds assists across the board your returners are your leaders and and your go-to guys right now yeah and rj you know he like you said he gives some good defense and his offense is always like some you know upside potential right like some days he can just go off and, and score 20 something um and yeah, Javon Small, you know, after that first game, you know, he has a great game. And we're kind of, even the second one, we're kind of wondering, like, how sustainable is this? And, yeah. You know, here he is through six games, just just doing it every time. And um, even, you know, what I noticed, too, like, just that second unit, what Caleb offers, just running the point, um, being able to score, kind of dish it around. That's just a perfect, like, second unit player with energy. Like, I, I think this is really shaping up to be it's kind of working out for him right now it took game six of the year but finally the first wire to wire victory for east carolina (laughs) they lead it from the tip to halftime on into the second half and kind of a easy uh rocking chair win for east carolina today first time that's happened yeah it's nice to see them not have to claw back from a deficit i think you know what was yesterday's it was just one point but it's still nice to just be able to get a lead and just kind of learn how to play that way too right because 
I mean, in the second half, every game they had to come back and kind of learn how to to do that. But now to hold off a team and be the one that's trying to hold off some runs, I think is a good step. Well, that's why I was concerned yesterday when East Carolina was like up seven with five minutes or whatever. Like that's the first time they've been in that position yeah. kind of all year where they had to protect the lead and they were able to do it uh, yesterday and then today. They were up by so much, uh, able to kind of cruise to a victory there and gets me excited for saturday night uh we'll be on the air 9 a.m on the bud light pregame tailgate we'll talk to patrick mason live in philadelphia coming up saturday game ends at say 4 15 do uh get out of here around in the seven o'clock hour and we'll be watching some uh, pirate hoops against old dominion yes yeah, all of a sudden it's a like i'm excited for that game i know right i mean Honestly, I mean, I guess we figured they'd be fun to watch, but I mean, right now at five and one, they're really fun to watch, right? Like they're kind of appointment viewing right now. And uh, sorry, due for a letdown, but <laughs> it might not happen. They, they, they might go out and win on Saturday on the road. We shall see. Knocked off Old Dominion twice last year, by the way. All right, um, Patrick, let's talk pirate football. Uh, everyone scratching their heads over what happened on Saturday. I'm assuming yourself included. I don't imagine you expected that. No, not not that for sure. I mean, I I had just a thought about um, just Cincinnati just kind of having a hangover from that game, but I didn't I didn't know it would turn into that kind of performance. Um, so yeah, it, it was definitely a little surprising in some aspects. I hadn't seen them play like that since I've been covering this team. You know, it, it was now. What do we do? <laughs> right? <laughs> do they? Again, it, you know, it goes one of two ways. They kind of pack it in and say, well, we're going to a bowl. Who cares at this point? Or they come out, get mad, and uh, and take it out on Temple. You know, what do we see this week? Yeah, this. I mean, I think we talk about it a lot. Like, I think this is a game where you do have to kind of manufacture some intensity and some some will, right? Because there's not that built-in, like, driver anymore of, like, hey, if we if we win this, like, here's, you know, yep. goal X we accomplish. Like, if you win, you're just kind of like, you're feeling good because you won a game. But it's not like it, it doesn't kill you either way, right? So I think, yeah, you kind of have to find a way to, to just kind of manufacture that and figure out how, how much do you want to, how hard do you want to play, how much do you want this win. Well, there's also not going to be that crowd going after you, yelling at you, providing that energy either. It is going to be a dead atmosphere yeah. in Philadelphia. Good news is weather looks great, sunny and 50, basically. I say great, you know, great for Philadelphia. It could be a, a whole lot worse and it has been worse on some pirate trips out there so uh you won't have to worry about that but uh east carolina is gonna have it, it's kind of just on them now to to provide that energy you talked about provide that motivation yeah it's, it's definitely on them you know i mean they could easily go like you said six and six and say hey we still got a bowl game and we already did our work this year or they can try to try to keep winning and just kind of get maybe some momentum going into the bowl game i think i think maybe uh they kind of have to i think it was uh shane calhoun um, was just saying, yeah, you got to look in the mirror a little bit and kind of figure out what you, what you want for the rest of this year. So it might be player to player kind of basis here, but you know it'll be interesting to see what they got. Uh, Robert is checking us out on YouTube. Chandler, when you get a second, can you read Robert's uh, comments to us today? You like uh, you like the way Robert types, and I want you to read in his uh, language what he has said so <laughs> far to us today. Patrick Mason joining us here. Uh, oh, you want to get it in real quick? Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Um, Hey, CB. Hope you guys are doing well. Yes. I is a trying to talk. Yeah? Looky here, cuzzy. Man, hey, Robert. I hope you're doing well. Looky here, cuzzy. I hope you're doing well, too. You like the here. Here. H-E-A. And now I'm liking the looky here. 
can do you understand how we talk down here patrick yeah it's, it's definitely growing on me but i'll tell you the first you know year or so it was a little interesting <laughs> we're all just a bunch of hayseeds yeah it, it's very uh <laughs> i think it's like a it's a way of talking where you just kind of combine a lot of things and make it easier like i mean I, yeah i, I, I say yeah. yeah it's just kind of like do y'all do y'all say y'all and no I mean, I, I've I've been saying it now. How do you more, say a group say of you guys, people? Right? Yeah, I say you, like, hey, you guys, or what hey, are you guys doing? Hey, you know, guys, what, what's everyone doing? And that, everything here is just y'all. It's like, what are y'all doing? Like, it. How do y'all feel? Like, <laughs> it's just y'all for everything. It, yeah. It's so how it's so feeling? strange. Yeah. <laughs> how are you guys feeling? Right. Yeah. It's like, how are you? How you guys doing? It's like, how y'all doing? <laughs> yeah, you got it, man. You got it's it. Right. Good. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, how you moment then? Patrick sounds like a. Um, <laughs> There's like a family guy joke where it's like uh, it's like a Midwestern mom listening to her kids' radio <laughs> album and she's like, Oh no. Oh Jeffrey, no, no, oh no, Jeffrey. You kinda talk like a I don't know, a Midwestern mom. You know you know what's another uh, phrase that I have picked up on and this, that I'm like, What what is this? It's when people say Mike could like I, I, I might, it might could do that, or yeah, I, I might could do that. Like just because you That's don't need normal either, talk, but you don't need either. Like you just need one of those. Like I, I might go. To so the some things store. we make longer. And yeah, a lot, and some right. things we so, shorten. So it's truly baffling. Cause yeah, I might go to the grocery store. Right? I could go to the grocery store. I might could go to the grocery. I don't, you know, like it, it, you just don't need it, man. But it, uh, it's, uh, it's in there. Rest in peace, Clifton Brock Senior, my grandpa. I'd love for you to uh, have heard him talk because that had been. <laughs> A lot of yonder and reckon. You know, oh yeah, we got some reckons in there, uh, but yeah, good stuff. All right, um, let's see what Nick's saying. He said ECU basketball has been fun to watch this year. Hopefully, a bounce back on Saturday for Aylers and Company. Happy Thanksgiving to the Pirate Radio crew. Appreciate all y'all do. Go Pirates! Hey Nick, hey, that's a nice message. Thank you, buddy. That's, that's very nice. We'll talk some uh, Thanksgiving with Patrick in a moment. We had a uh, hearty Mason Garcia discussion Saturday on the pregame show. We did. Um, Igo was worried about him playing because ECU wanted to win the game. How'd that go, Igo? You know what? I shouldn't talk behind his back. We'll talk about it to his face uh, later on. Uh, I want to see Mason Garcia get some snaps in and uh, starting – uh saturday and second when, quarter i was gonna say when <laughs> when it, when the game still matters second quarter i <laughs> i don't think they're gonna do it all right i'm just saying what i want i I, I, I would like it too like, we had a caller that said hey how about we rest aylers get that shoulder back his arm attached to his body and uh get him and play him in the bowl game and give this one to Mason and see what we got for next year. Again, yeah, sure, go for it. But like you just said, they're not going to do it. They won't. Okay, even if imagine just like any other sort of team. Like, does this happen often? Like, just any team in general. Like, do they just say, "Hey, you know what? We're not going to play our starter this week." No. Like, it's just it's no. That's it a good point. It doesn't happen often. Very good point. Even though I, I think they should. Like, I, I think it's. A perfect opportunity to say here's a you know theoretically a meaningful game and you know we're gonna because i think it's important for mason probably to prepare like he was he's gonna get some snaps right like that that's part of the development part of the experience it's very not just, not good just saying, point, here, here you go yeah because we tend to look at this uh as this only happens at ecu or this <laughs> is all but that no that's good if if a player's not injured uh and he's the best player at his position he's gonna play mm-hmm. um 
again i would still like to see a little sprinkling though yeah i, I mean we saw a little bit of it um you know last saturday that don't count no that's, that's nothing and right and that's and that's what i mean like if you're going to get him some time it should be some meaningful time where you know he's he has the potential to win or lose the game maybe or if he's get some extended look where they actually have some plan for him what i saw saturday is something i've seen from him uh since he's been here and his ability to scramble is a uh, that's a plus for him. That's a uh, a positive for Mason Garcia. Yeah, yeah, he definitely can pull it down and, and move. I mean, he's he's and a he really is a athletic big dude. dude when he's running on the field, isn't he? Yeah, he looks like a you know a, a massive defensive end or something. You know, not even like a linebacker. He, he's a big dude. Yeah, so and, and he's just really athletic. He, he's got all the tools. When you see like if he makes it to the secondary and those little guys go up and try to tackle him, it's uh, <laughs> it's a big uh, discrepancy between right. the two uh patrick mason joining us give me some more good southern phrases uh <laughs> jr says don't forget fixing to Ooh, i'm fixing to go i'm fixing to yeah that's another good one fixing to go to practice and like i said like when i came out here it was you had to like listen extra hard just even you know just the way people talk it, it definitely caught me off guard uh robert oh no tyler said around the corner Equals a half a mile to ten miles down the road. <laughs> you have, you heard, the corner. have you heard of yonder yet? Uh huh. Yeah, over, over yonder. Over yonder. Gotta go over yonder. I, I just love how like ingrained it is because it just flows right out. You know, it's like now my wife makes fun of me. She's from Jersey when I say I'm gonna cut the light or TV off. Like she says, you're not you're not cutting anything. You're supposed to like turn off. Or I guess so. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like cut. That's a that's commonly used, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I cut, think it cut it off. Yeah, cut off the TV. Yeah, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> it's like what? Cut off the radio. What do you got? Scissors? I'm like no, cut it off. Robert says youngins. Youngins. <laughs> you youngins. Yeah. Dudes. What's? Uh, I wonder what's different. Like the stereotype or the thing I always go to with folks up there is, don't you know? Like, is that even said or is that just like? That's a, like Canada. I feel. Like. <laughs> What's, I mean, what's that all about? Don't you know? <laughs> <laughs> eh? Yeah. Eh? Y'all say eh in Chicago? <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, yeah, let us know more uh, southern phrases you say that would Has make... Has anybody mentioned reckon? Uh, uh, you reckon? I reckon we have. Uh, you reckon? I reckon you just reckon. did. Uh, okay. You I'll, I'll, I've, heard, I've heard britches. <laughs> Oh yeah! Pull, pull oh, your you pull, pull yeah. your britches up. Britches, I'm like, drawers. what in the world? Hey, oh, your drawers. <laughs> Last time I heard britches, like you know, in some moonshining movie or something. You know, he's got like, a. Got you a know, jar. when somebody's trying to decide on, you know, one thing or another, they say it's like your drawers. It's up to you. <laughs> I reckon it is. All right. Um, Whatever butters your toast. Dancing on Facebook says devil. A oh, man say say it was raining right now. Sun's out. It's raining. Devil's beating his wife. Well, the devil's beating his wife. That, I okay, thought that was when I, it was thundering. I, I got to say, I've never heard that before. <laughs> really? I've never heard the devil's beating his wife? <laughs> yes. What in the world? No, I haven't heard that. When it rains, when it's sunny, that means the devil's beating his wife. Like it's a nice day, but it's kind of ruined kind of thing? Like I, I, guess. I don't know. I've always heard know. it. The devil's married? That seems like an interesting <laughs> plot. There is a Miss Devil. <laughs> wow. Jansen, help me out here. What? would you what no. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it'd be patrick where do you uh, y'all too y'all too y'all too uh you ought to y'all too y'all too yeah. patrick where what do you call uh like the um 
the back part of your car that you open up and put stuff in a trunk no it's the boot no it's the trunk that's like that's like some british stuff uh-uh. or something, right? okay this let me like ask World you this Cup fever where boot. you put your feet in the car is called the what floorboard uh, floorboard probably floor yeah. some people call it the foot i don't uh, oh in the foot of the car yeah yeah, yeah. that's in the foot some people call it the foot yeah i go, do not go grab my bag it's in the foot of my car yeah yeah i've heard that apparently the devil phrase is popular i can't believe i've never seen that before it's just not something that comes up often yeah i mean it's not very fun to say either no it's it's not ideal jensen's heard of it todd said appreciate you hmm. thanks todd i used to hear the phrase that if it was thundering that it was god was mad he was throwing furniture i heard bowling I, before I, I heard that phrase when i was a kid somewhere god is, god's god just mad bowled a strike yeah. Or yeah. God's, like, yeah god just threw his bobby knight at his chair across yeah the room. yeah his lazy god, boy yeah. god's mad he just threw the furniture we got a uh, five-point game here in Maui, 106 left to go, Ohio State over Texas Tech on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Dub Buck. The Buck. Uh, Patrick, do people celebrate uh, Thanksgiving in the land that you come from? <laughs> they, as a matter of fact, they do. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't know if you, I didn't know if you knew too? that. They have different cultures, man. Yeah. I don't know. You're in a whole different time zone. Wait, 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 wait. What time do you normally eat? Good question, Ooh. Shirley. I'm probably like a late, it's like late afternoon, so oh, maybe like, it's probably no. around like three oh. or something like that oh that's nah, we're like, done by three that's nap that's nap time right like, there yeah but then you that is a southern northern thing right there what, what do you guys go at uh, we eat early 12 one o'clock i 12, swear o'clock. we used to do before 12 but uh we're doing 12 30 tomorrow I, I just so part of it is like eating the crackers and snacks and stuff and kind of getting going a little bit maybe have a drink or two and then by by after you can watch a football game and then no, you, you start that at 8 a.m the only cracker here right now is you Patrick. <laughs> You ain't wrong. Hey, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. You ain't, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. One of us. One of us. <laughs> We're uh, getting them acclimated. Tell me about these crackers. I'm, I might could eat some crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Get some over yonder and bring them. Yeah. Oh man. What do you? What do you got? Cheese? Yeah. That, yeah. Crackers and cheese is, is a decent thing with some. I don't know. Pepper. You know what's better than that? I mean, around twelve o'clock, snacks. turkey, turkey? And dressing and real food. Oh, then you, I mean, what? Then you just eat again at like five. Or yeah. Something? Yes. But what's stopping you from? I don't know. But at three o'clock, you got a nap in between because you've got to digest all the food that you ate. The lines games, like a twenty-one point game. I yeah. Guess so. so you sleep through that. No, I'm not gonna hate on what you do. It's I'm not sleep. even that late. Like three. No, it's fine. It's fine. It'll be dark in the next hour, though. <laughs> well, you can't eat when, it's, when the sun's not out. No, no. In the south, you only eat when the sun's out. <laughs> That's another another thing I've noticed. That's why I get real fat in the summer, and then I slim down in the winter. Yeah. Uh, fast you just can't eat it's hard to see the food you're trying to chomp uh all right patrick what is your favorite thanksgiving side dish mashed potatoes Hmm. you put anything on them yeah some gravy i I just love mashed potatoes though it's like just so when i have a ton of it i can really go to town yeah all right uh my mom asked me what i wanted for my thanksgiving breakfast tomorrow (laughs) got country ham Mm. bacon eggs and some rice Ooh, and well rice done. for breakfast. I don't, I don't think know. I've ever had rice for breakfast. I have. I don't know why cheese she threw rice. rice on me. I was like, okay. What well, part rice. of the South are you from? Maybe dirty rice. No, 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 no. Uh, you cheese are a rice. dirty rice guy. Uh huh. 
Uh-huh. She might mean dirty rice. I like grits. And then mom, you're yeah. from over yonder, so yeah. I don't know. Good <laughs> 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 one. Now you're getting the hang of it. Although it, 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 you you got to have a little bit. You need to work on the twang. I do. I do. <laughs> because <laughs> when you just say over yonder, it just sounds a little too northern, trying to be southern. Uh-huh. This guy's a phony. Yeah. It Where's your girlfriend from? I'm from North Carolina. What part? Uh, Nashville. What's her address? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so how does I even have trouble remembering that? How does she? Uh, what does she sound? What does she talk like? She's got a little bit of a you know southern That's southern cute. kind of twang. You got you a southern gal? Yeah. All right. A little shug. That, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like Chandler would hey, say. Shug. That's my shug. Hey shug. Hey shug. Hey shug. <laughs> hey, shug. <laughs> that, that was something I've never heard in my life until you come out here and now, you, go, you go eat somewhere and say, like, hey shug. You want so are you there? eating with her family? Uh huh. Oh wow! Yeah. What time are they eating? Actually, I think they're trying to get going around one or two. All right, there so we I, go. So I gotta now, get, you know, gotta get the. Get you better eat those crackers at like ten thirty. I know. I gotta get cracker boy. <laughs> this is more for Shirley and Clip, but y'all have heard like middle age to older women like when they talk about baby. That's some good sugar right there. Oh that's yeah, some good sugar. Yeah. yeah. You ever heard of that, uh, Patrick? Uh uh-uh. uh That's some good sugar right there. Some good sugar. That's Hopefully, you get you some sugar this Thanksgiving. Give me some sugar. A little spoonful of sugar. <laughs> Give me some sugar now. <laughs> Helps the medicine go down. All right. Okay, um, so, uh, Patrick, that means a kiss. Usually it's like a kiss on the cheek. Give Just me some so sugar. You know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not literal sugar. <laughs> Come here and get Grandma some sugar. Yeah, all right, let me go back to the house. I'll, I'll grab a bag. <laughs> Patrick needs to hang out. Johnny brings up uh, Bryce. He needs to hang out during a Bryce hour. You can pick up some good lingo there, some oh, dang, yeah. some daggummit. Like, what do you say when you get upset? Um, you got the dump button. I right swear. <laughs> yeah. uh, you Chicago folks swear a lot. Uh, I don't know. I actually never grew up swearing or anything. This is uh, a good one, so, Tyler. But what's Tyler got? Bless your heart. Bless your heart. You can use that so many different ways. It can be an Bless insult or an in term of endearment. Yeah, in you fact, have to say that to Chandler. I was about a lot. to say, y'all have to say it to me a lot. Yeah. Bless, Bless, Bless your, your heart, heart, honey. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> the pat too. The pat makes it. It is a huge insult when Shirley says it that way. Yeah. All right, we got a lot accomplished today. That was a good segment. That yeah, was, good. was pretty that, that was pretty fun. informative. You, uh, you learn something new every day. I mean, day. y'all talk pirate football, pirate ba- pirate basketball, and then we talk slang and food, slang. southern and food. You we go. You going for any desserts tomorrow? I'm usually not a huge dessert guy, but I I will mess with some pie. And I, know, I guess it's not really dessert, is it? But the sweet potato casserole thing, that thing is it's dessert awesome. during your meal, basically. Yeah. It's a sweet during the meal. And that's something I didn't eat up north either. So this is like a, a revelation. I'm like, oh man. What's your that. traditional Thanksgiving uh, in your household? You grew up in like what's on your plate? Um, like so stuffing. We had the, we had some cranberries, uh, turkey, mashed potatoes. Uh, I'm mean, just kind of like the the regular. So maybe like casseroles are more yeah. southern than okay mm-hmm. like right. i mean i guess we had we had green bean casserole yeah too, okay but, you love know the, that yeah the, the sweet potato casserole though is is game changer yeah uh pecan crunch kind of on top get yeah. a little uh for texture yeah it was like taste. some brown sugar or something yeah yeah, oh, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 all right patrick have a happy thanksgiving thanks you too thanks for joining CP us nice. See you we'll guys. give you a call um uh, saturday yeah sounds good live from philly All right, let's take a break. We'll come back when we return. We'll talk some NFL with Tony Dunn. Tony has uh, Italian family that mixes in like some lasagna Lasagna. and stuff on his Thanksgiving. I want to check that out one year. 
Uh, we will talk to Tony. We'll figure out what the Panthers are doing at quarterback. We'll tell you what the Jets are doing at quarterback. Been a change there. And more. We'll make our picks when we return after this. Listening to Hour Two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour brought to you by Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency for maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk. Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. Well, welcome back to the program. Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, Cliff Rock here. On a Thanksgiving Eve Wednesday... Steven Igo will join us in hour three after East Carolina wraps up the football practice and media portions for today. Um, so we'll check in with him. We will talk some NFL now. This is our last show of the week. We'll have a best of for you on Friday. We'll have a triple header of NFL action coming up on Thursday on Thanksgiving, and we'll talk about some of those games and more right now with Tony Dunn, CarolinaCatChronicles.com. The C3 Podcast joins us on the Pit Electric Live line. Tony, how you doing, man? I am well, thank you. Tony, uh, as Tony Collins would say, who's the quarterback? What's the uh, Panthers quarterback situation for this weekend? Oh, it's awesome. If you uh, have heard, uh, Baker Mayfield has now been benched for, uh, for P.J. Walker, put back in, and now benched again for Sam Darnold. He's back. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, we were talking earlier this week with Mully about the Haneke situation. So Haneke filled in for the injured Alex Smith um, at the end of 2020. They said, okay, Haneke's a gamer, but he's not going to take us there. Let's bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick gets hurt. Haneke plays again. Well, Haneke's decent, but we need something else. Let's bring in Carson Wentz. Wentz gets hurt. Wentz is ready to play, or when he is, uh, Haneke's still going to be the guy. So uh, when you see uh, like the the quarterback roulette that Washington's been playing, the Panthers have been playing, you know you don't have a very good uh, football team. And you're certainly seeing that with Carolina, Tony. Uh, did you ever think Sam Darnold would be back playing for you guys again? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of saw this coming. I thought, uh, I mean, Baker was so bad early on. I mean, now if you would have asked me in week one, uh, if this was going to happen, I thought, nah, he probably wouldn't be on the team anymore by this point. But I had no idea that Baker would be as bad as he was. And there's a contingent of people up front that are Browns fans. There's two groups of them. There's ones that are, they call them the Baker bros, uh, who just love Baker so much. And they're not even maybe Browns fans. They're like Oklahoma fans. And uh, then there's a group of people that just hate Baker. The haters, they did not even, they didn't even know he would be this bad. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, they had no idea. There was like, 
I thought the law of averages would kick in, Cliff, and he would just finally yeah. have one good game or something. And it's just been so putrid, so bad. Um, so, look, is actually Darnold's probably going to be the best option we've had all year. Yikes. Uh, one of my pet peeves in sports is the the fanboys for a player and – and not the team like i saw it with rg3 you see it with like Lamelo ball where they just root for that guy and it it's i don't know it's it i hated it when it happened with uh rg3 and cousins and i don't know it's just not very productive there's no like good side to it at all and uh i guess there's some baker boys out there like that yeah i mean it's it i don't know if i hate it too because clip and you, that means you hate me no, you're a, I know you're a Cam guy, but you're a Panthers fan. Right, yeah. I mean, it's just like uh, we do have players we latch on to, but you're right, is there's the ones that where it's like they don't care about the team at all. They just like the player. Yeah. All right, uh, so there's that. By the way, the Jets have made a move. Uh, Zach Wilson has been benched for Mike White. He takes over as the Jets quarterback. A lot of talk going on about Zach Wilson's play and his attitude in the locker room and post game uh he was asked you know do you think that you let the defense down he just said no no, no. and i guess there was a lot of talk i never really saw what came of this but i saw reports of he's got a lot of relationships to heal in the locker room or something like that so um Zach Wilson benched Mike White in for the Jets the Jets are trying to make the playoffs they're on a playoff push here and they're turning uh, to White. Another quarterback move. The Commanders are QB killers. Uh, they beat the Colts. The Colts, uh, you know, fired their coach, went back to Matt Ryan. The uh, Commanders beat the Texans. And Ron Rivera beat them so bad that now they're putting in Ron Rivera's boy, Kyle Allen, their quarterback, over Davis Mills. So uh, starting to see some quarterback carousel going on here late in the year, Tony. Oh, man. Uh, we can all talk about Kyle Allen and how great he is, right? Uh, you know, I, that's what I love is like this, like uh, six degrees of separation <laughs> for all these guys. You know, like we know every one of these players. Yes, we uh, we have some history with them. All right. So Panthers, uh, I did not watch the Panthers game and I watched Red Zone. So I didn't watch the Panthers game because did they even make it to the Red Zone? <laughs> Uh, I didn't see hardly any of that game. Uh, because there was no game at all. It was the most boring game in the history of football. Clip. I mean, it was terrible. Um, and then they scored one touchdown, and that was it. Ravens uh, knocking off Carolina on Sunday. This week, it'll be, speaking of boring, the Broncos coming to Charlotte. And that could be the second most boring game of all time. We'll talk about it oh my goodness. Uh, when we get to our picks. I'm starting to see things, guys. I'm starting to see. I'm, I don't think I can come back. I dug too big of a hole. I would have won last week if I didn't pick the Colts to beat the Eagles, if I'd have just gone with everybody and taken the Eagles. But I knew... I knew something was fishy there, and uh, Colts almost beat them. But last week, myself, Tony, and Chandler went eight and four. CJ went six and six. So on the year, Chandler in first place with ninety-eight wins. Tony Dunn has crept into second place with eighty-nine wins. CJ has eighty-eight. I have eighty-one. I'm still seventeen back of Chandler. I can't believe I went eight and four, Clip. 
Congrats, I, man. I, you know, I know. I mean, like, I th- remember how I was talking about your old channel. You're about to have one of these weeks where you go three and whatever. I nope. looked at the scores. I thought that that had to have been me. That last week's football was, um, it was, it was bizarre. Here's why you went. Uh, here's probably why you did better than you thought, Tony. You had with me the Cowboys uh, when they whipped up on the Vikings. But you had one pick where you were on an island last week, and it was a game that I didn't want to pick at all. Uh, Raiders over Broncos. You were the only one on the Raiders, and that that helped you. Overtime, too. Yep. Uh, Devontae Adams with the winner. All right, let's – we usually start with the Panthers, but let's start with Thanksgiving. Uh, Chandler, what do you think about the Thanksgiving spread? Bills, Lions, Giants, Cowboys, Patriots, Vikings. Uh, Good good lineup, bad lineup? What do you think? It's an okay lineup. I Um, like it. Bills and Lions – by the way, I'm going to go ahead and take the Bills. I think the Lions will put up a fight tomorrow. This is uh, back-to-back games where the Bills will be playing in that dome or on that field. They had to play there last week because of the snow. Giants and Cowboys, I mean, look, that's two teams in the best division in football, the NFC Beast, Patriots and Vikings. Um, that has potential to be – I, I don't know. I, I'll get to the picks when we talk about it. I'll give you my thoughts on that one. I, I like the slate, though. I, think, I like the I think, slate. I think we've had worse in the past, so I, I'm, I'm thankful. Thankful on Thanksgiving for this slate. Well, that's nice to hear. I think – the Lions put up a fight, as they do. Ever since Tony argued that the, the Lions aren't going to win a game the rest of the year and uh, where's all the wins, they haven't lost, Tony. <laughs> um, I guess I you know, I was on the bandwagon too quick. And, and, and off too quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I will take the Bills to win, but I do think the Lions will put up a fight in this one. How about you, Tony? Uh, Bills. All right. Uh, CJ is taking the Bills. Giants-Cowboys, this is not reactionary to last week. And when you hear my pick for the next game, you'll you'll understand that. You'll see that. Um, I just think the Giants stink. I just don't think they're good. They're starting to show the, the true colors. Like I you did know earlier. Daniel Jones isn't good. Yes. And well, I just, a few weeks ago, you said there's going to be a time where they're going to show their true colors. I think that's right now. The losses are coming, and another one is coming on – thanksgiving and i don't see it being that close i will take the cowboys um true colors thank you uh cindy true colors thank you shirley yeah Um, cindy lawford i'm i feel like the cow with this cowboys defense i feel like i did with the panthers a few years ago as long as luke keekley was on the field i felt confident in this defense just dominating and getting us a win I feel the same way when they have Micah Parsons yeah. on the field for the Cowboys. This defense is just dominant with him on in the starting lineup and on the field. So he's a go tomorrow. So give me give me the Cowboys at home. CJ is taking the Cowboys. Tony, how about you? Yeah, the Cowboys uh, arguably could be the best team in the NFC in a way. You know, I mean, I know the Eagles. Like, I mean, that's what we're going to be like Cowboys 49ers and Eagles down in the in the NFC championship game I don't know oh so are you taking the Vikings out yeah okay I mean like um, I mean they could be there but I don't I think they look is I think they're too one-dimensional and uh, Dallas exposed that last week so give me the Cowboys all right, so Cowboys ripped the Vikings last week. Uh, I think the Vikings bounce back this week. Part of it is 
I just I don't like the Patriots offense. Now I could see, you know, Belichick and him shutting down offenses and good players the way they do, but I don't know. I just see this as a Vikings bounce back. Kirk Cousins prime time all that. Kirk Cousins did win a Thanksgiving night game with Washington. So uh he's done it before. So give me Minnesota. I'll go uh, Vikings as well. I just gave you a cool deal, by the way. Cool deal. CJ is going Patriots in this one. How about you, Tony? Mm, I'm going Vikings. I don't, uh, and it's like you said. I mean, I, I know there's the Belichick factor, but um, I don't. I don't think the Patriots are that good. Period, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all all around. I mean, they're just they're not terrible. Yeah, they're not very good. Like, I mean, look, they won last week on a. Oh well, you said the most boring game ever. Uh, I like this game on Sunday because I had the under. Uh, the Jets and Patriots were three to three until the very end when they returned a punt for a touchdown. Yeah, uh, and all of those guys are top quarterbacks. I mean, none of what. And I think actually Mac Jones had like his best stat line. He was like twenty three for twenty seven with two hundred forty eight yards, but no points. Yeah, crazy. Nick Folk missed a bunch of field goals. All right. Um, Oh, by the way, free square on prize picks, uh, Justin Jefferson. I saw that. Yeah. If you guys want to get in on prize picks, use the promo code C3. Uh, it is really cool. You pick uh, player props for games, and they have a – basically, what is it like if Justin Jefferson gets a yard, uh, you get a win on that one, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, if he just gets one yard receiving. So you get a free pick, and then so you just got to find one other one. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say something, Chandler. Tony, we'll start with you on this one. I am still up in the air. Uh, Bucks at Browns on Sunday. Who you got? Um, no Deshaun Watson still, right? This is his last game without yep. uh, until he can return. Uh, um, you know, I'm thinking, uh, and maybe I'm a foolish for this. Is I think the Bucks would make a late push. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not done just yet. So I'm going to take the Bucks on the road. Are they coming off a bye? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this could you're you're probably on to something there. Um, I really want to take the Browns, and I think I'm going to do it. But now I'm scared because of what you just said. Um, let's see. CJ is taking the Browns. Chandler, who are you taking? I'll take the Bucks. The Bucks. All right. Fair enough. Bengals at Titans. Mm. Rematch of the divisional round last year. Hmm. Chandler, we'll start with you. I'm going to go Titans at home. You, you always pick the Titans. Do I? You love the Titans. They're your favorite AFC team. That they are. I feel like they're my most disrespected AFC team. <laughs> you mean like personally, like you disrespect them? Yeah. Me too. Like no, I'm right there with you. No credit. Yeah. Yeah, they go like 13 and 3 and stuff, and I still don't respect them. They win their division. (laughs) And Chad is over there playing, please love us. Please love us. Yeah. They've had some. uh, I do. I do, Chad. Don't worry. uh, 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 Chandler put some respect on their name. Let's see. CJ is taking the Bengals. Um, CJ can catch up. Say what, Tony? What did the Bengals do last week? Uh, they beat the Steelers. Kind of a tight game for a while. They pulled away at the end. I want the Bengals. I kind of do. Disrespect continues. 
I like the Bengals too. Some, uh, I'm going to take the Bengals. All right. Uh, Texans at Dolphins. Give me Shirley and I's Dolphins in that one. Um, it's our Dolphins, not Shirley and y'all's. I am with y'all. I've been on Team Dolphin all year. Oh, welcome, Tony. Tony, me, Tony, and Shirley's Dolphins. Yes. <laughs> Chandler will be on in like week 14. We'll all, we'll all be on the board. All right, uh, CJ's going Dolphins and Chandler. I'm going uh, Pins. The Dolphins, okay. Uh, we go to New York Bears at Jets. I'll take the Jets because the Bears can't win. They cannot win. I'm with you. I'm going to go Bears. Here's the thing. The Bears have been playing these shootouts. Can the Jets survive in a shootout? That's the question. Do they have enough offense? They didn't. P- they didn't survive in a non-shootout last week. They scored three points. Yeah. Like, can they play Justin Fields and this offense for Chicago? He's gonna be all right. Is he? I mean, he dislocated his shoulder, right? I mean, oh, non-throwing shoulder. Oh, good point. Yeah. Oh, I was reading that. He has right. a separated shoulder. Um, he will evaluate how he feels later in the week, determining if he'll play against the Jets. Well, I feel better about my pick going with the Jets. Um, Tony took the Jets, right? Or did it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't love it. Like, I mean, I've been picking the Bears the last three weeks, man. And every time I look at their score, I'm like, oh, I'm a. And then, yeah, they're 0 4 <laughs> in the last four weeks. So they were the first team in NFL history to score 29 in three straight games and lose. Last week they scored, what, 24? It was a 27-24 against the Falcons, I think. Uh, yeah, that's the kind of games they're playing right now. Speaking of the Falcons, Falcons right there in the hunt with the Commanders. This could be a loser leaves town match on Sunday, especially if the uh, Commanders beat the Falcons. CJ is going Commanders. Chandler. I'm also going to go Commanders. Mm. Beat those dirty birds. Mm. Tony. Where's it at? It's in beautiful Maryland. FedEx Field, baby. The greatest stadium in the NFL. Um, You know what? I'm, ro- I'm rocking with Ron. Rocking with Ron. <sighs> I am as well. Riverboat. I went to a Falcon. This is his time, homie. Yeah. His ample chest is getting tighter. It's Ron Venber remember ron vember um i went to a falcons redskins game in 2012 cool deal rg3 rookie year uh ron kerrigan tip pick six right we were kind of we were probably about 10 rows up in the end zone runs right right to us we're cheering celebrating rg3 knocked out of the game kirk cousins nfl debut santana moss long touchdown but the Falcons won the game. Cool, neat story. Oh, all of that, all of that, uh, Cliff. I was, I was so excited for you, and then it just turned out exactly how it always. <laughs> uh, Washington loses a lot of Tony Gonzalez that game. I want to say, yeah, for he the Falcons. torch us. Yeah. Uh, Broncos at Panthers. I am taking the Carolina Panthers. Me too. <laughs> I'm taking the Panthers. <laughs> I'm taking the Panthers. We're taking Tony. Sam Darnold. <laughs> All right, Tony, who you got? Please, Tony. I don't know. <laughs> don't take. Are you really going to take Russell Wilson? Don't take the Broncos, Tony. I'm not going to take the Broncos. <laughs> God, I've, 
<laughs> Are we all going to sweep the Panthers? Not even going to watch this game. Do you? Uh, do y'all know? Have y'all seen the line? Yes or no? Uh, well, no, I haven't. Okay, have you seen it, Tony? Don't say it if you have. No, it's got to be two points. What do y'all think it is? Two Take. and a half, three. Panthers favorite. Who do you think is favorite, Tony? I think Broncos by two. I saw Broncos uh, two and a half. I think either two or two and a half. But, I mean, that tells you the state of the Broncos, right? Two and a half Broncos. I took Russell Wilson in prize picks, and people were like, you're silly. I took over 226 passing. For the upcoming game? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, CJ will be taking the Broncos. By the way, Chad on Twitter says, keep disrespecting Tana Thrill. That's one of the problems I have, that Chad calls him Tana Thrill. I'm going to say this. (laughs) I'm going to say this. He said they'll keep proving you wrong. I swear, Chad, you're right. We have done this for seven years now, and it ha- and but I still – I never believe in them. Go ahead, Chandler. I don't think – and, Tony, I hope you win your bet. I don't think Russell Wilson gets 200 yards in this game coming up on Sunday. Really? I don't think so. I don't think so. I could be so toast, dude. I don't get it. He is – I mean – I don't know. Oh, and they cut Melvin Gordon. What did they do that? Said man, like we're tired of your fumbles. Melvin, That's basically what they Melvin did. Gordon never saw a one yard line. He didn't love to fumble at. <laughs> he is a he is addicted. I've seen addiction. It tears people. It tears up families. Yeah, he's addicted to fumbling, especially the one yard line. He's like I gotta do it. They're like, don't do it, Melvin. He's like, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. They're like, get in the end zone. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's like it, scratching his neck think about how many drinks he knocked over as a kid <laughs> every time you sit down think that's where the addiction started tony yeah uh by the way great picture choice uh chandler that's the only one we had on file uh, it's a young tony dunn a well-shaven short-haired tony he looks dunn like he's 15 years old he looks like he's just ready to take over the world the voice of the Panther Nation. Show. That was that that smile Tony has on his face. Cam Newton was still the quarterback. <laughs> yes. Tony hasn't smiled like that. Cam Newton was taking us to the wild card in Seattle in six years. <laughs> oh, that's sad. So sad. Ravens at Jaguars. Mm. I like this game. It's a pretty good game because the Ravens play everybody the same, don't they? I mean, they, they might have had a blowout or two, but I feel like they play. The best team in the league and the worst team in the league the same. Like, it's a close game. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's like if you want to score 40, we'll score 40. If you want to score four or three, we'll score three. Good point. They're like the anti-Jet. Like, they'll they'll play whatever style They're you like, want. They're like, hey, we want a close game. Oh, you want to score points today? All right, we'll score points too. How? By the way, real quick, how was, uh, how was Lamar? Like, I see the highlights. I don't. We contained him very well. Yeah. Yeah, Our defense like was that. really great on it's Sunday. Just him and Mark Andrews out there right now. Oh yeah, he loves some Andrews. Yeah, gosh, I totally missed. Our, I needed to make a move in our league before I'm, the injuries have crept up with me. Clip, I was making a push in Pirate Radio Fantasy Football League, and I don't know how I had two weeks of buys all over the place, and then injuries also crept in. I need a tight end so bad, but the trade deadline is passed. Mm. R.I.P. Uh, I like Butker. Is that still your team name? 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> so lazy. I got likely. That's what I tight in is like uh likely. Isaiah likely. Got nobody. All right. Uh, uh the C- Jags in Jacksonville. CJ's taking the Ravens on the road. I'm gonna be a jerk and and uh and when I say a jerk I hate myself for doing this. I'm picking the Jaguars. Tony just saw the Ravens and uh, thinks they're going to lose to Jacksonville, Chandler. I'm going Ravens. I don't love it. And again, this is a Tony Island game. Welcome to Tony Island. Uh, You're all alone on the Jags. And uh, I I don't hate it if I'm you, Tony, but I am picking the Ravens. Kind of a a coward pick for me, but I'll take the Ravens. Oh, no. Well, maybe there's a clear favorite in this one chargers at cardinals i'll take the chargers but what is the cardinals quarterback situation let me check on kyler murray uh he said he feels good doesn't matter so he's got a hamstring expects to return they are have they fired kingsbury yet i'm telling you it's no, coming but his his seat is is starting to smoke it's coming uh give me the chargers on the road by the way the chargers did y'all watch Sunday Night Football? Like that first drive where Mike Williams and Keenan Allen were on the field before Mike Williams left again. Uh, they look like the mo- they look like the Chiefs. They were the most explosive offense in the league. They went on like a three play, eighty yard drive touchdown, and then Williams went out, and then Mahomes did his thing. Uh, that was a great game. So the Chargers, in theory, could be good, but just too uh, too fragile. They all they always charge. They charged. Chargers. Yeah. Um, but guess what? Is the Arizona Cardinals stink? Um, They're terrible. And we still need to know what happened to this dude in Mexico City. Um, the coach that they sent home the night before the game or whatever. I didn't see that story. I'll have to Google it up. Chargers coach? Uh, no. It's Cardinal. the Cardinals uh. coach. It was the Cardinals running back coach. And they sent him home Monday morning, I believe. Oh, wow. I'm seeing the headlines now. What happened? I, we, that's the thing. He did a little uh, groping action. Oh, boy. Is that what it was? He had groped, uh, allegedly groped a woman in Mexico City over the weekend. Hmm. So, uh, say nope to grope. Yep. I dare you. Nope to grope, <laughs> and uh, I will take the charges. All right. Uh, Chandler? Go Chargers. Go Chargers. Go Chargers. Raiders at Seahawks. Raiders. Tony was on the Raiders last week. Talk about a team that stinks. The Seahawks coming off a bye? I didn't see Geno slinging it around last no, week. No, they are. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, they... Bye, man. No, they yeah. did have a bye because... Why do you keep saying no? I don't know. <laughs> I thought they played. So, like I feel like he's agreeing with us. It's, he is. He's saying no. He is saying no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he's yeah, shouting no. no as he agrees with us. Um, like making myself. I'm doubting myself right here, and that and Walker's on my team. Give me the Seahawks at home. Although I don't. This will be a fun game. I don't know who's going to win. This should be a fun one though. This is fun watching Geno succeed in his. 12th year in the I'm league. down with that I like uh, stories like that yeah 
Uh, and I think it might. I mean, I'm going to pick the Seahawks here, but look, is I don't, and it's not because I think the Raiders are good. And I know I picked them last week. They, they, they stink. Uh, I think that Geno Story is going to run is running out of gas. Yeah, I think that I think like uh, you're talking about the Giants coming back to earth. I think we're about to see the Seahawks. Maybe not just go be bad or anything, but just not pull out. You know, not find the way to win. Uh, I am picking the Seahawks this week. Well, we've entered uh, water finds its level time in the NFL, and we talked. You talked about it with the Bucks, Tony. That you think that they play better than they did the first half of the season. Uh, the Giants are going to play worse than they did the first half of the season. So, I could definitely see that with uh, the Seahawks. Uh, but you're taking Seattle. Uh, correct. All right, and Chandler. Oh, Seattle. Seattle. All right, CJ is as well. We're all in the Seahawks. Rams at Chiefs. Uh, I saw the day that Stafford probably could be out again, and that I think it's Bryce Perkins, uh, former, former Virginia quarterback, uh, led him to an ACC championship appearance. Yeah, um, I believe he could be the starter. That's not confirmed All right. yet. Chiefs but. by thirty-one. That's my pick. Uh, give me the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, well, how are they not even go with the same quarterback they went with last time? John Walford. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's wild. It's like, what? They're just like, they got a, a stable of nobodies that they don't believe in. So Stafford uh, is out. They're back. Uh, the Rams' uh, season's over, man. Like, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, give me the Chiefs by a million. All right. That Super Bowl hangover, Tony. We've, we've experienced that. Saints at Niners. My Niners are cooking, baby. All the way to the NFC Championship. Give me San Fran. Same. Same. CJ's taking San Fran. Chandler. San Fran. All right. Packers at Eagles. Damn, I was so close to looking really smart last week with the Colts pick. Um, Packers are toast. I'll take the Eagles. Oh, totally. Uh, I'm still wondering, though, like, is... You know, are, you just, are we just going to continue to like? You know, the Packers are going to win a game, which they did already. Did they win? They beat Dallas. Yeah, and then they uh, immediately lost yeah. to the Titans a few days later. Yeah, uh, but still, uh, Eagles. All right, Chandler. Ah, uh, Eagles. All right, and then is this right? Because I wrote these by hand this week, and I'm assuming I wrote these games down right. Uh, it sucks that you can't flex out Monday Night Football because this is absolutely brutal. Steelers at Colts Monday night. Oh, this is going to be a great game. Please explain how. Because the Colts are going to be like we get the whole Saturday. Colts are going to win this, dude. Give me the Colts. All right. That did not explain how this is going to be a great game at all. <laughs> well, I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even begin. It's gonna to be a great it. game. Uh, Colts. <laughs> a wild story in its own. Like I mean, even if they win ten to seven, the idea that the Colts went from firing their coach after mandating Matt Ryan be benched to bringing in Jeff Saturday, all the controversy, and then are in it. I mean, come on, the storyline: Matt Ryan and Saturday to uh, win in the. AFC style. Shoot. All right. 
happening. I'm with you. I think this will be a great game. Give me the Steelers. And uh, Matt Jeff Saturday is going to make some hilariously bad head coaching moves on prime time, and we're all going to roast them. So I'll take Pittsburgh. Uh, CJ CJ is shockingly taking his Steelers again. I can't believe it. How about you, Chandler? I'm going Colts. All right. I'm Team Jeff Saturday. Team Saturday. Man, I wish they could have beat the day. Has he made any big blunders yet? Nah, nah, nah. No. But, man, I really wish they were going to beat the Eagles last week. I know. And it looked like it for the longest time. I know. Tony, uh, what do you have planned for the rest of the week? Oh, Thanksgiving tomorrow with uh, my family, and that's it. And I'm laying low. Uh, My kids and uh, wife are heading to the beach with her family. Uh, I got to stick around the house and take care of some stuff. But uh, did you guys do the Thanksgiving draft yesterday? Yeah. Yes, we did. All right. Who went round one? I was thinking about this. I didn't didn't get to hear it. What did you Hold on. Uh, real quick, Chandler, can you grab the results? They're up there on that stack of papers that I have so neatly put up there. I want to read you everybody's plate, Tony. This is going to be tough for you to do over the phone, but... When did you choose egg rape? In the round that I wrote it down in. All right, so I'll just read everybody's plate, okay? All right. All right, so see if you can keep up. So Shirley has turkey... All right, maybe you should grade each one as I present them because you'll forget by the time we get to the end. So turkey, collards, butter beans, pasta salad, dinner rolls. That was a good pick. Hershey pie. Damn you for the dinner rolls. And green beans. That is her plate. How would you rate that plate? I don't think that's a good plate. Wow, okay. I know. I think uh, you lost me at the butter beans. Now, is, are butter beans like lima beans? Oh, boy. Here oh, we go again. God, here we go. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Mr. Lasagna for Thanksgiving. <laughs> we will talk to hey, me about some butter beans. Hey, hey, what are you doing hey, here? You in the South, bud. <laughs> butter beans is a requirement. All right. Okay. Next. Um, all right. Bryce. Uh, oh. Let me see this one. Bryce has deviled eggs, broccoli casserole, candied yams, oyster dressing, pork chops, pumpkin pie, and lima beans. Dang. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a beach at the end. I love it. Uh, That's solid. I give uh, that is a B plate. A B? Yeah, what's that pork chop? Who has pork chops on? Well, we were we once you take a food, they're out. So turkey was gone, the others were gone. So you went pork chops. Oh, I have gone. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Clip has dressing, chicken, sweet potato casserole, corn, cornbread, egg gravy, and pecan pie. What was what kind of gravy? Gray, uh, egg gravy. I don't remember you saying that yet. It's got eggs in it. What the hell is egg gravy? You worry about giblet? your stuff, I worry about mine. Isn't that called giblet gravy, gravy or something like that? Maybe, but the way my grandma makes it, it's like it's, big, it's giant chunks of, of uh, cut-up eggs in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it brown? Yeah. Uh, it's more like a... Um, I'll take a picture of it and show it to you. Uh, um... I think the cornbread is a big win there. Yeah. Uh, say it one more time. Oh, boy. 
dressing, chicken, sweet potato casserole, corn, cornbread, egg gravy, pecan pie. Oh, that's a good plate. That's a B plus. All right, and now we go to Chandler, who I thought might have had the best first four rounds in any draft history. He got ham, mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, mac and cheese, and then kind of he struggled down the stretch. I thought. Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Potato salad, monkey bread, apple pie. Yeah, he's that's that's an A plus draft right there. Apple pie in the coming up at the end. That was dude. That was Mister Irrelevant, dude. I don't know how all that stuff fell like mac and cheese. Green bean casserole that we've talked about all week long. Chandler's first four rounds were damn like. How incredible is picking the meat though in this draft. I didn't think I was trying to think of this as like a, like a real fantasy football draft. Like a fa- and I was like, would I go for a flashy skill position or or the running back? And I was like, what if you just drafted gravy first? Yeah. Like. Well, that's why I went chicken round two because I was because turkey and ham were already gone. I was kind of scared was what was what I was going to be left with, you know. Yeah, you could go. You could have no protein. You know what? You could have drafted in replacement a lasagna. <laughs> so, Tony, uh, what is on your like regular Thanksgiving table? You have some Italian foods up there, right? Yeah, I mean the lasagna is always up there, but other than that, it's like a standard. You know, it's uh, my girl. My girls love green bean casserole. Uh, turkey is a big star for me. Like, uh, like I think that has to be the star of. So it's turkey, ham. Uh, they always do the sweet potato casserole, the one that's got like the marshmallows on top. Yeah, yeah, that's what my mother-in-law always makes, and uh, and then yeah, and it's bread. Always dinner rolls too, uh, and then a ton of pies. All right. Sounds like a winner. Always mashed potatoes. Always mashed potatoes. Tony, have a happy Thanksgiving, man. Everything. Yeah, you too, man. All right, buddy. See you, Tony. Tony Dunn, CarolinaCatChronicles.com, joining us today on the Pit Electric Live Line. Let's take a break. When we return, more Pirate Radio Live. Planning to catch up with Stephen Igo at some point during this hour number three when they wrap up over at ECU football practice with the uh, interviews and everything. We'll uh, take a break, come back. More to go after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back country mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around they're open every day and has two locations in bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you on PRL here on a Wednesday. We will have uh, three NFL games for you on Thanksgiving right here on our airwaves. And then 
a best of friday and the bud light pregame tailgate coming up 9 a.m saturday morning we will be with you right after the game on the u.s sailor fifth quarter calling show so there's the plan for the rest of the week and of course a triple header coming up on sunday as well nfl action so uh we are packed here great time of the sports calendar feast week going on a great hoops game right now it's the championship of the maui invitational and arizona has just tied it up with creighton 16 apiece 13 13 left to go in the first half uh east carolina uh, big winner today a wall-to-wall win wire-to-wire win for east carolina for the first time this season as they really dominated ut arlington got off to a pretty good start and just never looked back uh pirates winners today so they finish out the gulf coast showcase two and one after their win over toledo yesterday five and one overall as they get ready for their first true road game of the year saturday night at odu sets up a fun saturday right you got uh us in the morning pirates at one fifth quarter in the uh afternoon early evening and then pirate hoops uh saturday night sounds like a heck of a saturday uh so looking forward to that all right let's uh talk more football here and hear from pirate tight end shane calhoun as he met with the media on tuesday uh let's hear what shane had to say shane just obviously kind of uncharacteristic uh, day for you guys saturday how have y'all responded since then as a team uh we did team meeting on sunday we just kind of came together coaches and players and just figured out what kind of went wrong with us you know was it our preparation leading up to the game or was it you know just us as players not really being locked in, you know, leading up to the game on Thursday and Friday. So we kind of came together and figured out a plan for this week going forward. It's almost one of those things when things look like that, like it's almost everybody has to take some of the blame, like coaches, players, everybody, like it's kind of on everyone. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people have to take the blame. You know, you have to look in the mirror a little bit yourself. I feel like we let Cincinnati beat us twice. Um, and, you know, we just kind of get that out of our system and hope for a better week this week. Is it encouraging that you do have some more games to play? You know, it's not, that wasn't like the – the yeah. best one of the season. <laughs> it's always encouraging, you know, having more games to play. You can, you know, get that taste out of your system a little bit. You know, if that was the last game of the season, we obviously wouldn't want to end the season like that. So we're just happy to have another opportunity this week. Is it good this week to maybe just kind of get out of Greenville and just change the vibe, change the scenery, and then yeah. just get in front of it and just a different scene? I mean, it, it's always good to get out of Greenville a little bit, see some different things. Um, I feel like it'll maybe help the team stay more focused. Obviously, we're going into enemy territory, you know, to be – more locked in, more focused on your fundamentals, stuff like that, just keeping you know, a better mindset going into the game. You guys have done a good job of just bouncing back from losses all year. I mean, this is, like, I guess, the first losing streak. Like, Can you draw on any of those experiences to kind of help you move forward? Um, I think in all of our losses this year, we kind of reflected on ourselves a little bit, and I think we hadn't reflected on ourselves in a while. So I think this is a good opportunity for us to reflect, move forward, and just fix everything that can go wrong with us. What do you see from Temple on film early in the process? Uh, Temple's been playing teams very well. Obviously, they played Houston well. Um, you know, they were sticking with Cincinnati for a little bit there in the second half and playing well in the first half as well. So, you know, they're a good team. You know, it's a good matchup for us, and we're hoping we'll bounce back from it. Thanksgiving week goes hard. Uh, how do you kind of balance, like, you know, trying to get some – I don't know if you're going to get any family time, but bonding with your teammates, but also staying focused on the game, like that sort of stuff. Um, obviously, I, you know, I won't get any family time being from Florida. My family's going to be, you know, doing their own thing down in Jacksonville. But, I mean, you just got to stay focused, you know, mental mindset going into the game. Obviously, you know, with Thanksgiving festivities, you know, people can get unfocused, stuff like that. But you just got to stay true to the game and stay true to what you know. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? 
Thanksgiving dessert. Um, I like sweet potato pie, and I also like carrot cakes. They're probably my favorite two desserts right there. Very nice. Are you a turkey guy, or do you think turkey's overrated? So my family actually did a turducken last year. So obviously I didn't get it for Thanksgiving, but when I came home, I got some of that. So that was the best I've ever had for Thanksgiving. How much do you just enjoy, though, the – like, because you guys will have a team meal, and mm-hmm. it is kind of like a family. Like, you guys talk about family a lot, but it's almost like even more family that day. Yeah, I mean, especially for me being so far from home, you know, this is truly my family away from home. So, you know, I'm looking forward to sharing a meal with the guys, and I can't wait to have that experience with them again. You guys have been playing a really big state, obviously NFL state, but mm-hmm. not very many fans. Is it a little harder to get motivated, or is it a little, maybe even easier because it's – all about the guys in the locker room. There's not as many distractions. Um, I feel like it's a little bit of both. Obviously, you have to, you know, stay focused and keep that mental prep, you know, all week going into the game, knowing how it's going to be. But obviously, um, at the same time, there's not as much to worry about. You know, you're not going to have a crowd noise, stuff like that. So you can really kind of just focus on yourself and what you have to do to win. Do you kind of enjoy playing? Like, you know, where the Eagles play in NFL Stadium, it's got to be pretty cool, right? Yeah, obviously for a lot of us, that's the level we want to make it to. So it's great playing at NFL Stadium. And, you know, it just kind of gives you a glimpse of what it was like to play at the next level. You get to make it there. Shane, it seems like every every time the ball comes your way, you just have a way of catching it. Like, so I, I guess what goes into that when maybe you might just get a few targets a game? Like, how do you just kind of always stay ready? I mean, I feel like a lot of it is preparation. I work hard on, you know, what I, my craft and what I have to do, you know, during the offseason to get ready for games and stuff like that. But also another thing is just confidence, you know, knowing you, you can make a play whenever the ball comes your way. So, You've kind of had to battle through some pain, injury this year. Like, what's that kind of been like? Because I'm sure it's been tough to miss um, some games. It's been tough. This year is the first year of my life I've ever missed, you know, more than one practice in a row. And, you know, obviously I missed two games. So it's been tough for me. It's kind of given me a different outlook on, you know, the game and, what life after football may be, but obviously it's given me, you know, some more passion, energy for these last couple of games. Since I haven't played the last couple of weeks. There's Shane Calhoun joining us. Uh, just as I heard Stephen Igo asking a great question, not a difficult question or a tough one, but a great question nonetheless. He walks in the Maybe door. If uh, other people stepped up and asked questions, I wouldn't have to ask so many damn questions. Stephen, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? <laughs> good. Good to see you, man. <laughs> Uh, we've got uh, some... I go looks good. That's all matters. Looks all right. Yeah, I'm not feeling the best today. Sorry. Thank you for uh, showing up, though, playing hurt. I mean, I actually feel okay. I'm just not feeling it, if that makes sense. Uh-oh. Is this going to be a bad 30 minutes of radio? No, I think it's fine. All it's right. just this little window right here is not my sweet spot for radio 5 30 to 6 uh, usually i'm out he's now. got cooked up for thanksgiving here <laughs> i cannot believe that's the first time we played that all week i, I remember the earlier I was a day little late on that because it was asking about you know he said you know asking questions all the damn time and i tried to find it so i could hit it and i just a little late you know what that's this part of the reason why is because there's no more mark Lindsay. that is yeah we kind of figured out what the deal is here we don't have a mark Lindsay there Starting I mean, yeah, pot. I mean, and you, before you had a three-hour show, you used to attend more of these press conferences. So, like, the combination of that, no more Ronnie Woodward, which yeah. obviously Pat, Patrick Mason's done a good job of stepping up and asking more questions. But I, at times, I just feel like I'm talking to myself. Ty? <laughs> Ty? Ty? <laughs> Still the best. Uh, Ty? Oh, man. What you turkeys got cooked up for Thanksgiving? Have y'all seen uh, Mark Lindsay's Twitter feed lately? I mean, it is just absolutely hilarious, some of the stuff he, he tweets, man. 
Oh, man. I have seen some of them. One of them was like, this is the future or something like that. You got to take mean, it. I mean, he's... Let's check it out. Another... Can I read him as Mark Lindsay? <laughs> if, do you got it pulled up? Yeah, I do. We need to take a break. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Let's take a break. We'll be right back here on Pirate Radio Live. We'll do some Mark Lindsay tweets. We'll uh, pick some college games. We'll talk pirate hoops, pirate football, and more with Stephen Igo from Hoist the Colors here on a Thanksgiving evening edition, Eve edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. Blake, where do you feel like you've, uh, you've learned the most about your defense so far? Where, the, where have they gotten best, uh, gotten better at, uh, best, and you're listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show Welcome back. Live well, move more, and hurt less with kinetic physical therapy. If you're recovering from an injury, hey, Chandler, you might need this. Uh, Getting back into sports, dealing with everyday pain or fatigue, the kinetic physical therapy can help you get back on track and live well. Kinetic has nationally certified therapists for physical, occupational, speech, and massage therapy, all in a state-of-the-art facility on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Visit kineticptgreenville.com for more information. Now back to the show. Here's Cliff. All right. <clears throat> Looking at our uh, picks from last week, we'll make some more rivalry week coming up in just a moment. Watching some hoops right now. Creighton trailing Arizona 26-24. And uh, just saw a Creighton player shoot a left-handed three, and they flashed into the crowd and showed that player's father. And that player's father was Mike Miller. Mike Miller's son plays for Creighton to make you feel old. Is that the guy that you were showing me earlier, the left-handed guy? No, that's a different left-handed guy. Number 55 is the bad dude. That guy was shooting from the logo last night. Mike Miller, former Memphis Grizzly and former assistant to Penny Hardaway at Memphis? Yeah, Chandler. Hmm. Are you just trying to show off? Is he that old to have a college kid? 18 points in the paint for Arizona. Babies having babies, Chandler. It's an epidemic. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Here's a seven-footer taking a three and missing it. Has Luigi shot a three yet, Igo? Like in his career? No, or? this year. Um, I know I he think, has in his career. Yeah, I don't think he has this season. Yeah. Um, yeah, points in the paint. Arizona's got that big dude. Well, they got several of them, but they uh, they look like a good team. Have it's you not watched Creighton's game. How many college basketball games outside of East Carolina have you watched this year? I uh, watched two yesterday, or at least parts of two. I watched Temple and um, Richmond. Richmond, and it was ugly. Temple looked terrible. And then I, I watched Cincinnati and whoever they played that also, they looked bad. Both the American teams I watched yesterday looked terrible. In this, one of them in Maui, which is Cincinnati, and then, uh, by the way, who won Cincinnati-Louisville? They play later. The okay. Maui does it weird. They put their championship on at five. Interesting. Cincinnati and Louisville play next, and then nightcap's going to be a good one. Uh, San Diego State and Arkansas. Arkansas and Creighton played a 
dang elite eight game last night it was awesome yeah i didn't i didn't watch it but i was following it um i had something else going on but you know i like watching the american just because it's a good league like anytime memphis or cincinnati are on or even wichita or temple i tried and try to catch it just to get a scouting report for the league as far as like regular basketball i'll watch some of it um if it's a good matchup i gave you credit for this in the um i go ronnie clip text thread but uh i'll say it on the air too i go you do a good job of watch of following the american uh much better than me i gotta say I, i'm not super into it like american football every and basketball well, yeah i mean football especially like you on those friday nights i enjoy those games you watch those games well it, especially if it has a direct impact on ecu like i tried to watch south florida tulsa last week and i did watch some of it oh yeah i meant to say south florida off the schneid they picked up their first win in basketball oh really yeah still on the schneid in football looking for a conference win they got a big schneid thing going down there in tampa <laughs> right struggling now. right now um but yeah you know i just enjoy like i think it's it's quality college athletics man it really is a good league and and football and baseball it's it's not as good the last few years but still you know the the sad part is it's gonna go a little down unless some of these teams pick up the slack and yeah and i don't know if i can stomach watching rice uab on a friday night utsa might be fun yeah I'm, i'm for utsa i mean cool city they bring fans but they're the only one That's maybe like charlotte it. just because they're no. in the state now nah. nah. <laughs> i mean utsa is the only team i'm remotely excited about like people saying and i guess that it will be good to drive to a conference game besides navy but i just i'll be excited for charlotte ecu basketball yeah like charlotte yeah. ecu football and obviously baseball with basketball will be great yeah, like I'm excited about that, but but football wise, not not feeling it. I uh, remember we were talking about how gross ECU at Rice in football is. I ECU found I figured Rice. out something gross in basketball. ECU at Rice in basketball. I remember those games, and I feel like ECU would struggle at Rice in basketball. Though they did get a couple wins there. It was like ECU. Morris Almond. Yep, and they had uh, Arsalan Kazimi or whatever his name oh, was. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. They they randomly had these like great players, um, but yeah, ECU at Rice and then ECU at USF for like the only two conference games they could win in basketball for several years. Or ECU at SMU before Larry Brown went there. Those were like the three routes. Other than that, I think there was one time Lebo won at Memphis. Yep, and that was about it. Yeah. All right, uh, great start to the season for Mike Schwartz and yeah. the Pirates. I go. I was trying to figure this out last year i went uh, through some schedules and tried to see if east carolina had ever finished above 500 in one of these tournaments and i remembered the, the uh i didn't at the time i forgot but I, but when it was brought up i remember that uh little deal in raleigh to start the season because i was fired up east carolina got wins over oregon state and pepperdine to start the year and uh played nc state in the championship and i think got blown out i was at that game in 2004 against nc state and i remember going into the arena and some uh, little nc state fan was with his dad and the little kid said why are all these ecu fans here and the dad said because they're dumb and they think they have a chance to win (laughs) (laughs) and then like i was so mad because i was 13 years old at the time what a jerk and uh and then sure enough they won like 160 yeah something like that. that was bad 
who was uh who was on those teams i guess gosh that was oh four so that would have been like that's post like mikulas yeah being maybe no, i'm gonna look it up post now. kenyatta brown i remember like jonathan hart and some of those players like Is howard hurt on that team he may have been on that roster i think Joffet mcneil was on that team i saw i looked up that schedule and i saw ja. that they played at gardner webb and lost uh, 90 to Cook, 60 maybe? yeah that may have been a i remember that game i remember listening to it brock letchworth my friend uh covered basketball went to that game i remember talking to him about it i re- yes because like they'd win a few home games and yes. you'd get excited like they were so bad on the road it was comical it was like if it became a road game they would just melt so oh four oh five yeah all right this says that bing was still there really uh bing wiley musa no way Corey rouse how did that team lose by 30 at Gardner Webb? Mike Cook. That was a good team. Jaffet. Tom Hammond. <clears throat> Tom Hammond. Mike Castro. I remember Josh King. He was supposed to, yeah. Mm-hmm. He averaged like 80 points in high school. Uh, Marvin Kilgore. <laughs> he was supposed to be a he big He transferred deal. to UTEP at one time. This was the all-transfer team. This was honestly like a pretty good collection of talent. Remember when Jonathan Hart used to get the crowd pump? Oh yeah, he was he would come in and dunk or block a shot and then he then he transferred as well. Yep. Tom uh, Hammonds, Kilgore, Mike Cook, all the young players on that team ended up transferring. Yep. After all the OGs left. Uh Taylor Gagnon on that team as well. Uh I was a big Corey Rouse fan. He yeah. uh turned into a good player by his senior year. Him and Jonte Sherrod, like the two that stick out. Jonte major leap senior year uh major league sophomore year for javon small yeah I go. good transition and um just crazy man I, I thought that you know we you know going in little chance at all of going three and know i thought two and one i thought would be an excellent show and one and two is what i expected and then when they lost to indiana state and, <laughs> yeah. and i saw and had they, to play toledo. toledo i was like oh this is going to be a disaster toledo is going to be ticked off they're really good and they're going to be ready to go and for ecu to come back and win that game after losing after toledo lost you knew they were going to be motivated that was the most impressive part of the tournament for me and you're just a few missed free throws away from winning the whole thing i mean i think if they would have played like they did the last couple days they would have beat whoever kansas city or uh, i think it's florida gulf coast and kansas city playing for it all so i mean to me great showing you couldn't ask for much better that they're improving They've kind of at least the last few games stemmed the tide of the the tough starts. Yeah, I mean they've they've played well. They've put two somewhat complete performances back to back. So uh, look, I mean it's going to get a lot tougher. We all know what the American is in basketball. I like guess just a gauntlet. But um, to be five and one now, I I think that might be ahead of what we both pegged them as. I had them uh, losing two in this tournament. I want to say you only had them losing one. I may have gone. I've got the uh, predictions over there, but um, I'm going to say we both have them losing Saturday. 100%. But all of a sudden, I am pumped up for that game. It's a big game. It's, it's a big ball game. It's so big that I'm sending one of our uh, interns to the game. Awesome. And so, like, I can't remember the last time we as Hoist the Colors or we as a media uh, entity um, or any media outlet covered an ECU basketball true road game. Um, I'm trying to see what that drive is. Uh, I know y'all were talking about it earlier. I don't know yeah. if y'all like addressed two, this. Two and a half, three hours. I don't know if y'all addressed this or not, but we have on Facebook, 
We have John Moody saying yeah. that he shot one yesterday. And then uh, Halftime Steve said on Twitter that he shot a three-point um, three shot yesterday. Luzi All right. Brown. So, Luzi shot a three yesterday. I must have been tuned out at that point. <clears throat> um, I'm guessing well, he didn't make it. I don't remember seeing that on our game tracker that we were following yesterday. No. Uh, but shout out to game tracker. Still getting it Toledo, done. Toledo, there was a point... Yeah, the press. I keep forgetting today's only Wednesday. These games happen so rapidly in these tournaments. It's crazy. But yeah, it probably happened in the first half because we were doing a Houston's presser and I couldn't follow the game at that time. I love the. I think they should play every day, I guess, for my entertainment. Javon Small, by the way, playing with the wrap on his right thumb. So that'll be something worth monitoring. You know, they were talking about it. I listened to the radio the whole way. I know y'all did some game tracker. I did not pay for Flow Hoops, Flow Sports, whatever the hell it's called. Um, and just really enjoyed Jeff Charles and Michael Perry's insight. You know, got, they kind of went in depth. And, and also enjoyed the post-game press conference with Schwartz today. I thought it was interesting. You don't hear a lot of new coaches credit the previous regime. Mm-hmm. But he kind of went out of his way to say, hey, look, these returners, they bought in. They had a great foundation with the previous staff. We've built on that. So, like, I thought that was cool. Um of him to say that yeah i've i've said it too credit to joe dooley he's found some some gems here yeah i mean javon small brandon johnson and clearly schwartz's staff deserves credit for developing those guys i mean i i know for a fact attending a workout in march or april that i guess it would have been april that um schwartz told me he was like brandon johnson's got to develop a three-point shot because it'll change everything for our our offense and here we are. Um, somebody made the point, I go, and it was a good point, and I don't know who made it that I saw. It might have been uh, either Hoist the Colors or a tweet I got or something. But So Javon Small last year was behind Tristan Newton, and Tristan was a, uh, you know, ball. And Tremont Robinson. And Tremont Robinson-White. Um, and in high school, he was on a team with Ty-Ty Washington. Ty-Ty Washington. So he's uh he's been the second fiddle for a while now. Yeah. And now it's his ball and his team and man, he's made the most of it. Yeah, I mean like we all knew he would probably improve some, but I don't think any of us could have predicted this. I mean, he's he just I don't want to say timid, but he definitely wasn't playing with like no, the he was same. timid. Maybe that's the And way this to go. year he's like yelling. He's like into it. Like, I like that part, too. Like, he's and talking. Like, he looks jacked, too. Like, yeah. he's ripped, and he's a, you know, he's not the biggest point guard in the world in terms of height, but he's built solidly. He can get to the rim with physicality. He, he's hitting step-back threes. He's making his free throws. He's rebounding the ball. He's not really turning it over. I mean, he's... Yeah. Like, he's playing like an all-conference player, and it's, it's a long season. But I, I just think this team... I'm trying. I'm trying hard, Clip, yeah. to not. No, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm, but no, I do think they have some pieces, man. I mean, yeah. they're they're certainly more capable of scoring the ball than I thought they'd be. With you know, Small and Johnson, I think are going to be able to score nightly, or at least provide something for the defense to focus on. You got Debunje who can shoot threes. You got Felton who can do a little bit of everything. Tabs today, making shots. That was big. Yeah. Um. You got these young forwards off the bench, Pinedo and Osar, who I think are only going to get better. I still think Osar has got the highest ceiling on the team. He's just he has to learn what he's doing. Um, Jaden Walker has randomly hit some threes. 
good athleticism. Caleb LeCount didn't really do anything today because, you know, Schwartz said after the game it was more of a matchup thing. And uh, also Tabs was playing well. So you just – you kind of have some pieces. And then you also have that cliche culture of night to night, it could kind of be anybody. Yeah, yeah. We've seen that uh, this year so far. Uh, and I'll tell you, I mean, how good is Indiana going to be next year when Javon Small goes there? I mean, do we have to start this now after six games? <laughs> uh, no, it's just reality, man. I hate it, but I always have those thoughts when our guys play well. It sucks. Um, every time Morgan introduces him from South Bend, Indiana, I'm like, damn, is it going to be the Hoosiers or ours? It's going to be the Pirates, baby. I saw the Indiana Put his State jersey in the rafters. Offered him on a high school, but he didn't go there, so. Oh, man. Oh, who was it? I thought it was yesterday, but was it the Indiana State? No, maybe it was Indiana State when he had all them points. Mm-hmm. Uh, 27. Didn't Jeff? Didn't, he said he was, like, talking trash the whole game. Yeah. Uh, I guess he knew some players, maybe, or something from Indiana. He said post-game yesterday, because they talked to him, he was like, I knew of them. Yeah just from growing up but i don't think they were like boys or anything they were definitely talking because of that yeah all right uh shirley can we can you hang out one more second yeah all right let's uh open up the booty bag here on a wednesday booty 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 everywhere booty 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 everywhere arizona's open up an 11 point lead on creighton as they tick down the final minute of the first half on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. Shirley, what are we giving away today? Lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Oh, man. Great place to watch Feast Week, football, and uh, all of the above. That's not a foul. Ah, these refs, man. Creighton and Arkansas played a classic last night. The refs did all they could to, to make it a terrible game. Is this a foul, I go? You wanted it to be called. Let's see. Yeah, he definitely got him on the wrist, forearm area. On the wrist. He got him on the wrist. Yeah, man. Uh, what can't, caller? Can't grab skin. I'm going to go with caller five. 317-1250. Can't grab skin, man. Back Everybody with you. That. Don't grab skin, people. Back after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Ryan Gupton of Greenville, Picked up lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. It is the best place to watch your favorite sports. Well, enjoying the best wings in town along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bells Fork and in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street. Now let's head back into the show. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Uh-oh. Steven Igo asked the question. <coughs> Do you got it? No. I'm All still right. looking up. By the way, congrats to Ryan Gupton. Grew up with him. Good friends. Used to play baseball together. He actually was an ECU baseball player at one time. Good guy. I thought I recognized his name. Played at Conley. 
uh all right steven says when's the last time ecu won at odu in basketball uh good news pirates have a two-game win streak in the series and it all happened last year uh they beat them twice in a span of uh 11 days are you looking on ecupirates.com i'm looking at odusports.com okay because i'm looking at ecupirates.com and it says uh ecu 0-3 all time at odu and i know that that's not accurate because they've played a lot more than three times yeah so it, it looks like they've played three times at the constant center other times it just says norfolk virginia so i don't know if that's what it means but this only dates back to 2001 they used to play back in the day right in the caa yeah yeah CAA, so this, i mean they've played a lot yeah i don't know why this uh doesn't go back all time but i do have the last time they won i do as well at the constant convocation center are you seeing 2002 i am seeing wow. 0203 uh, since then, the Pirates have lost in Norfolk one, two, three, three and times. I'm looking at a grainy photo, I believe, of Gabriel Mikulas. Are you looking at the same photo? Yeah, but yeah, mine yeah. is big and grainy. Uh, ECU gets by Monarchs, 75-67. Gabriel Mikulas led the Pirates with 22 points and Man. scored the go-ahead bucket to break an early 2-2 two two tie. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> what a write-up <laughs> to break a, a, wow. an early two to two tie to put his team up for good all right guys we're up four to two let's ride the victory <laughs> this guy had th- this writer had to be trolling <laughs> the go-ahead basket to break a two to two tie um derek wiley added 20 points and six boards nice that is a day that will go down in power history 75 Oh my God! 67. ECU improves to five and zero. Oh. I know I was hyped up after that, that one. That was the same year they beat Marquette, right? Uh yeah. Well, they beat them two years in a row. Yeah, I think it was in that window. Uh, John Moody asking on Facebook. Uh, this is for Igo. He says, as Coach Schwartz talked about the uh, out of conference scheduling philosophy, I'm guessing a MTE is good exposure for the school. Yeah, I mean he isn't talked about it since the season started but we talked about it in the preseason i think he definitely wants to increase the competition and part of the reason why they scheduled some of the road games they did this year is because uncw and south carolina will be coming back to greenville next year for non-conference games they're playing on the road this year um and i also think he came in i think there was only one contracted game the odu game so he had to basically build the whole thing from scratch. So he wants to be in the MTE. He wants to up the non-conference schedule. Uh, but it's just it's going to take time. But I know that that's something he definitely wants to do. We are out of time. Lightning round, I go. ECU minus 14 uh, against Temple. <laughs> I'll take the Pirates. Yeah, I mean, this one just feels like one of those classics. How is ECU favored by 14? They suck. They lost to Houston. And maybe the Pirates have really given up on the season and they are as bad as they looked this past weekend, but I just don't think that's the case. ECU. Cincinnati minus one at home against Tulane. That that line is telling me to take Tulane. I'll believe it when I see it. I'm taking Tulane. You think Tulane's going to go in and nip it and win? Yeah. Ohio State minus seven and a half at home against Michigan. Buckeyes. I'm going to take Michigan. Uh, TCU, can they do it? Minus 10 at home against Iowa State. Iowa State. Me too. 
I think Iowa State wins outright. I think it's another field goal game. And USC, minus five and a half. Lincoln Riley and company trying to stay alive for the college football playoff, hosting Notre Dame. I got a weird feeling about it. I'm going Notre Dame. SC. All right. I went 4-0 last week, 4-0-1. So I'm back to 500. I go, you got some work to do. Yes, not been my year. All right, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having me. Have a happy Thanksgiving. What's your favorite side dish? Uh, sweet potato casserole. Good call. Shirley Chandler, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. We'll see you on Saturday. See you Saturday morning for the Bud Light pregame tailgate. We'll call Igo live from Philly. Uh, we will kick it off at 9 a.m. coming up Saturday morning. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you this weekend, folks. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.